We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You want us to test how effective these snow tires are on this Porsche 911? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You can't know. You can't I can't know test if... either of those things. Yeah, when like we the can... snow tires are on the Porsche 911. Yeah. Yeah, we, we drive around in the snow and it feels shitty to drive in the snow. So I can't tell you if the tires are good or if the car's good. Yeah. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the podcast, the show dedicated to talking about all the progress things in life, like YouTube content creation and video games. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jesse Kazam. Uh, and I am, fortunately, luckily, uh, a streamer, which means that <laughs> I am one of the few lucky elite allowed to play uh, Escape from Tarkov Arena. Oh, a- just AMA. hop right into it. Oh, man. I would ask how you're doing, but we've been gaming all week long. We've been yeah, like, you know how I was doing, dude. Yeah. So Until the last two games. Yeah, those last two games. Suddenly, suddenly a smile was on my face. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, dude, well, that has been <laughs> the experience. But um, yeah, I mean, there's really, there's really not a whole lot else to go over this week, other than the final, finally, kind of. Not all the way, but a little bit release of the long-awaited Escape from Tarkov arena mode. And it wouldn't be right unless we admitted our streamer privilege and first talked about the rollout of the game. So everybody, you know, it was like we talked last week and I, I got the podcast posted a little early because we were talking about it everyone thought it was going to be thursday last week and then it wasn't and then dream hack started and then they did the tournament they did the three-day tournament and then saturday nikita does his little like freaking steve jobs keynote speech at the thing and he's like tomorrow sunday we will release the first wave of escape from tarkov arena and uh yeah, and so Sunday. Wait, now what did now what did he say? Because I never watched the clip. I've just seen everybody quoting it <laughs> and assume that he had an explanation. Am I? And what I what I've heard was that he said either that it was based on when you bought the game, or we're going to start rolling it out to EOD players. Okay. Or... So he didn't say anything Saturday on his keynote speech on the podcast, the most recent Tarkov TV Live, where they like talked about the new recoil and showed us the vaulting and that kind of stuff. That that happened like a few weeks ago, a month ago, maybe. On that, he was like, Arena's coming, 
It's coming very soon. That was when he announced, I believe for the first time, I could be wrong here, that it was going to be coming out in waves. And at that podcast, he said, and the waves will be based on how long you've had uh, Escape from Tarkov. And so it definitely wasn't like a super duper clear like, hey, we're going to do it. Because I think he said like the earliest people to buy Escape from Tarkov and Arena. So even on that day, I remember thinking, okay, a little bit of confusion. It, the first people to buy Escape from Tarkov, EOD, would be a really long time ago. The first people to buy Arena would be very recently because they just made the site live. So it was still confusing, but it definitely was the vibe of like chronological order. If you've had EOD the longest, you would get it earliest. That was the vibe. Even if it, even if it was you in order of who bought Arena too, you would think it would be from the first. So, okay. The first, well, the first thing that comes to mind there, because this hadn't occurred to me until you just said it, and then when you said it, it totally changed my mind. Because mm-hmm. um, people have been freaking out uh, for a number of reasons that we'll get into, but one of those reasons is that I just bought Arena today. Yeah. And got access. Yeah. Whereas this guy had EOD in 1994 and doesn't yeah. have access. <laughs> yeah. Now, if if Nikita said, I'm, I'm literally thinking about this like I'm programming this into a computer. Yeah. Like imagine randomly selecting EOD players mm-hmm. uh, from, you know, some yeah. subset, how, how, whatever it is, whatever it is, it was probably just a buggy logic. They probably just broke that, too. Yeah. So that's why it randomly selected just like anyone. Um, but then also the first people to pre-order Arena note. That all of us who have had EOD forever had we never pre-ordered Arena. Yeah. So <laughs> imagine if like nobody pre-ordered Arena except for a few people who never played Tarkov. Yeah. Or who didn't. Yeah. So if like a hundred people pre-ordered Arena and ten million people all had EOD, you'd get a subset of of the EOD and yeah. then all one hundred of the people who bought. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing. So so. Anyways. He mentions that, and it's classic Nikita, classic unclear, classic whatever. But the vibe, the gist of what he was saying was definitely it should be based on how old your account is. And then, uh, so Sunday rolls around. They finish off the tournament. The tournament ends. While the last round of the tournament is going, the first wave of emails start going out saying, hey, uh, you know, congratulations. People were downloading. And people were getting in. Now, there were the two main bugs. We'll get through the quick one because the quick one was simple. And that was um, you and me and Seal and a bunch of other people were in a wave of people that were like, congratulations, you're in. But the launcher wouldn't let us download the game. I had a lot of people, you know, once again. Uh, No, I wasn't like that. Yes, you were. That wasn't me. Yeah. Yes, you were. Then what? You you didn't play with us for hours because you couldn't download the game. No, I never. Got, I had never had the email. Oh, what? I got the email and downloaded the game instantly. Oh, within as soon as I got access, I downloaded the game. It just took forever for me to download, but I was waiting. Yeah. No. Okay. So oh, well, total 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 transparency. Gotcha. I, I I I need it to be known that I so I was like trying to figure out like you know obviously i want to get in and see all these people getting right um someone reached out to one of the bsg (laughs) yeah community managers and was like hey 
can you hook him up? Okay. So I got hooked up through BSG. Okay. I, like, I'm not going to say no to that. I'm not going to fucking no, yeah, deny it. Of course. Um, no, I no, also no. will defend that, that that's fair and reasonable for a bunch of other reasons. Um, yeah. But okay. I, I need to make it clear. I don't want to pretend like yeah. I wasn't given some sort of prioritization. Yeah, I was too. Um, once again, I literally said it on stream. I, I was I wasn't trying to hide it on stream on Sunday, and I don't care to hide it now. Yeah, no. But the, well, what happened was okay. So I didn't know you hadn't gotten your email. So they're doing they're doing it weird with like they don't, they send out emails in batches. Batch one emails go out. Velian gets it. Jinji gets it. A bunch of people get it. They immediately start downloading the game. Okay, ten minutes after Velian gets his email, I get my email. Seal gets his email. Okay, we can't download the game, and I was like, I was like, Velian, what'd you do? Did you have to restart your launcher or whatever? If they wouldn't let us download the game, uh, I like reinstalled the launcher. It wouldn't let me download the game, and I couldn't download it for three hours, even though I had been given access. Like it was like, and I reached out to the community manager. They're like, Yeah, it's a bug. We're working on it, and there was a group of us. And then even after that, there were non-streamers in my chat three hours after I got the email. I should have been able to download the game being like, oh, I just got my email and I'm downloading right now. And I was like, oh, man, did you like did you install the launcher weird? Did you have to update anything? And they're like, no, as soon as I got my email, I was able to do it. So my special privilege was that I had been given access. There was a bug where I couldn't download it and they gave me like a code or something that let me immediately started downloading it. That didn't skip me in line. I was in, I had been given access already and it just was, wasn't working. And then they let me, they got me in anyway. So that was the, that was the first bug, which is the simplest one. Cause they got that resolved in, in a, a few hours. I guess that's the only bug. The, the, the big other thing to talk about with the rollout is that, um, the vibe was very much, it was going to be, based on how old your account is. And that's very much so not what has been happening over these past three days. Yep. Um, you have people who, literally every everything in between, you have people who had the game back when it was an alpha, EOD, that still don't have access. You have people that had the game back then who do have access right now. You've had people who bought EOD recently. Like I had a bunch of people say, I just upgraded to EOD like two months ago and I have access to Arena you had a bunch of people who pre-ordered Arena, you know, because they the pre-orders went live in August. So a bunch of people who were like, yeah, I pre-ordered Arena not too long after the pre-orders came up and I have access. You have people that pre-ordered Arena on the Arena site that still don't have access. You have everything in between. There definitely could be a part of this. Like, you know how I was mentioning it on the podcast and I was trying to like preach it from the choir on my stream, which was that, um, and they, and once again, they should have been, if this played a part in it, they should have been way clearer about this. But remember I was telling you, if you had EOD, you had to go to arena.tarkov.com, log in with your arena.tarkov.com. I suspect that's a part of it, that they were pulling from the people who had done that. And my reach is only so big. The podcast's reach is only so big, right? I was saying that all the time. But assuredly, my, my audience is not that big. Assuredly, You know, there's thousands of people listening to this going, oh, fuck, yeah. and they're pulling up the browser window as we speak. Assuredly, nine, 90% of the community that had EOD 
hadn't done that, right? And even yeah, in my okay. chat right now, somebody's saying, I didn't do any of that and I got access. So it's like, it's all scum. No, so here's here's the thing, though. So when I had gotten the message from BSG, when I was waiting, and it was like me, Landmark, Pestily, like yeah. we were all just sitting there twiddling our thumbs. I sat for eight hours yeah. on my stream with my dick in my hand, yeah. uh, you know? Um, and they were the first thing they said was we're we're running into technical issues yeah i i think they had bugs and problems with their rollout that was fucking with it. like yeah. people keep seeing this as some nefarious thing yeah yes their their communication that everybody's desiring for communication their the what they would have communicated if they were honest is we fucked up it's kind of a mess right now yeah. we're fucking scrambling to try to figure this out and everything's on fire give us a little bit yeah I think that would have been nice to have, you know what I mean? Or even, even if they said, Hey, the rollout didn't go according to plan. We were trying to roll it out chronologically, but something messed up and we don't want to stop the rollout. So going forward, we are going to start assigning people randomly. Obviously the amount of salt wouldn't have changed, right? Like people are salty about this. They'd be salty about that for sure. But I still think as a net, there would have been a net positive for them to have given that that clarification because oh, absolutely yeah no, because they dropped it, the ball eight like eight billion percent yeah because it just seems like it, it it's the classic thing we talk about this all the time when we're talking about like events right like we went through this big time when we the the stupid poison event on customs where if you don't speak Russian and follow them on Twitter to decipher their like weird image you would have never known to not, not go customs because you're going to get poisoned, right? S similarly, if you don't watch every podcast, if you're not in streams all the time, you wouldn't have known that you had to go log in to arena.tarkov.com. You wouldn't have known when the... Th like, it just... It was all bad. Every all, all the important be be uh, bits of information about the chronological rollout and about logging in were, like, really glossed over on the podcast which puts them in a bad spot where like if they had communicated nothing, nobody would have had expectations, right? Like if they had communicated absolutely nothing at all and the rollouts just started rolling out randomly, people would have been like, oh, I guess they're just doing it randomly. That's lame. If they had communicated more effectively, people would have been like, oh, this is kind of lame. But because they, they always do this, they always sit in the middle where they kind of communicate. The communication confuses everyone and then they don't even do what they communicated, which was a confusing communication. Mm -hmm. So it was just like so scuffed, just the whole thing. You know what I mean? How and and here we are. And, and it's funny because like I thought we were just going to be guessing. Um, and this is what and there's so many layers to this, which is the most frustrating thing. Yeah, eight million things were getting conflated, and every single person that rolled into Twitter or rolled into Twitch chat, I, I'm I'm looking you in the eye. You understood thirty percent of it. Yeah, and and. It's not your fault, but when you roll in, fucking firing off rounds at everyone because you're upset. Yeah, that, yeah. You're going to get pushback. So, and I was trying to explain this whole, this whole situation to people, and people were refusing to understand that there were so many elements, so many things that were confusing them. You know, like, so someone in chat just said they feel like it was 100% streamers, like it was all streamers. Yeah. And and a few like random people. And here's here's the reason why the reason why is 
it was what what day did it come out? Sunday. Okay. Um literally every Tarkov streamer ever is going to be streaming and trying to play if they don't have access yeah. they they're not like they're <laughs> nobody nobody is going to go and click on all of the streams to see how many people are staring at a launcher, you know, versus yeah. whatever. And also it doesn't look good for BSG on release hype day to have a bunch of streamers sitting sitting at a launcher pissed yeah. off. Um yeah. so it's like it's like a win-win. Um but then there's the whole matchmaking thing, which we'll get into, which everybody who looks at the games that are being played and concludes that it's only streamers playing based on that. Yeah. You've thought about it for exactly four seconds and you've never yeah. you, you decided everything you need to know at that point and you didn't think to the next step, which we'll get into when we yeah. get into matchmaking stuff. Yeah. But so this whole idea where people were upset. Um so okay, let me step back. Everyone acknowledges they fucked up. Yeah. Nobody. Every, if, 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 if someone says, that. "I'll I'll call out any streamer," if you say that they didn't fuck up and they rolled this out correctly, yeah, then I'm gonna say you're wrong and fucking come debate me. Yeah, because I don't think anybody like that actually exists. Yeah. That's like a real person and not a bot. So yeah. we can all acknowledge they fucked up. Yeah. So then, when people come in and say, "Why the fuck is it only streamers playing?" Yeah. And it's like, well, it's not only streamers because then half of the chat is like, well, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I have access and I'm not even going to play. Yeah. All of these people who, it's like, are we not supposed to push back and and try to yeah. dispel the myth that it's only streamers? Yeah. Because people come in and they want to know if they can play and they're like, oh, I guess it's only streamers. I guess I can't play. It's like, well, no, check your email. It's not only streamers. Yeah. Fuck. So th there's that coupled with the fact that whatever the rollout plan is. Yeah. There's no way that it is connected with streamers that were given codes. Yeah. There's no way it, it takes that into consideration. Yeah. So either they send out 10,000 emails giving access and they give st no streamers codes. Or they send out 10,000 emails and they give 100 streamers codes. Yeah. It doesn't change anything yeah. other than people are upset that someone got something that For they sure. didn't get. But now I would totally understand if rather than send 10,000 emails and give 100 codes out, they sent 9,900 emails yeah. and gave 100 streamers codes. Yeah. Because, but I, I'm I'm almost convinced. I mean, I, I can't yeah. know, but all evidence points to the fact that all of the codes were just given above and beyond whatever was going on separate from the rollout. Yeah. Um. So there's just so many fucking factors. Yeah, and, there's yeah. there are so many factors. And once again, and I, and I like I kind of really quickly stopped. I mean, I would do it from time to time, but stopped even talking about the whole like streamers only thing because the reality is is like they have you had justifiable anger and frustration, and that was just being targeted at like what's in front of my eyes, right? Like we talk about that all the time. It's just like that's just that's the human condition, right? It's it's right in front of my eyes. Um, like, you know what I mean? It's just like, if they gave a hundred, the top 100 streamers access, um, that was such a small percentage, you know what I mean? Maybe not initially, but like by the end of day one, you know what I mean? Like it was, it was every hour I was having people in my chat saying, I got my email, I got my email, I got my email. So like if by the end of day one, there were 10,000 people in and they gave a hundred streamers access, that's 1%, right? And so it's like, 
But I understood it because it's the frustration is there. They want to get in. You know, maybe they really did. It's a meme now. I've had EOD since 1984. You really maybe they really did have EOD. And once again, and the expectation was set from BSG. So it was understandable. It was frustrating to be at the, you know, it was frustrating a little bit to see the like, you know, Jesse, can you get me a code? These streamers who get special access. It's like, so if I had 10 codes to give out and I gave you one, would you deny it because you didn't want special access? Or would you exactly. or would you take it and would you start downloading Arena? Do you think if they're like, hey, let, I want to get you in, I'm going to say, no, no. I will gladly say BSG's rollout was terrible. I will gladly point out any flaw that I see in the system. But if you're in my chat asking me for a code... You you want it. You want the special treatment. And if yeah. I and I, it would have been sick. No, they they're gonna stand in solidarity yeah, with their fellow. It would have been low key sick if everybody that got free access got ten codes to give to their chat, like you know their communities. That would be kind of sick. You know, I wish I could have done that for people, but like we just couldn't. And you would have taken a code. You would have taken access. Yeah, and, just, imagine if, and imagine if is, your man. paycheck relied on that as well. Yeah, that's the other that's thing the too. Other is thing. that like that's yeah. that's one more layer. Which is like you and 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 I understand that like one percent of people listening are gonna be like, oh boohoo streamer, you know, yeah, whatever. Sure. But like listen, I pay my bills with content creation, okay? I don't make millions and millions of dollars. I took a hundred thousand dollar a year pay cut, even more, yeah. I'm sure, going full time to doing this. So me not getting access for a day is literally hundreds of dollars every day. It's thousands of dollars that I'm missing out on if I'm sitting looking at a launcher. I'm sorry, but that means more to me than you not playing means to yeah. you. But again, I fully recognize my frustration is what other people are feeling. Yeah. And I completely and utterly get it. And I'm pissed off for you all 100 sure. percent. Sure. The logic, the logic of streamers only play, fuck you, streamers, you all suck. And then we say, well, it's not only streamers, then they go. Well, I'm just mad that they fucked up the communication and the EOD rollout and they miscommunicated. Well, like, why don't you lead with that? Lead with that. Yeah. Don't say fuck streamers. Just lead with the reasonable take that we all yeah, agree with. Yeah. Once again. And then we and then we'd be on the same page and we'd be homies. Yeah. And the other thing is like uh, the other thing with the streamer thing is like I know of streamers who didn't get access. I know of streamers who it's funny because like you know the the other the big the other big mess up with the rollout for sure is that like if you if you it wasn't it also wasn't um it also wasn't ne well we, we don't really know but basically all I, all I'm trying to say is all I know is that people were buying copies of arena on Sunday and Monday and Tuesday and getting instant access. That wasn't happening 100% of the time. Like I literally had some people in my chat today be like, yo, I just bought it and I, and I didn't get access. But it was happening enough that that's also a very valid thing to be frustrated about. Well, unless, I, well, well hold on. I interpreted what you said as that, like that makes sense. Well, hold on. But what I'm saying is back to the streamer thing. I also know of streamers who didn't get access on their mains and then just bought other accounts. They are perceived to be streamers who got in, but they didn't. Yep. They they were they said they said, hey, this $35 arena account is worth being able to grind on day one and make money streaming. So I'm gonna buy 
And then those people had people coming in their chats saying it was streamers only streamers got special privilege. It was like, yo, they're I'm a buying accounts too. You know what I mean? So it was like, and here, I'm not saying you should buy an account to get a code. I'm just saying it goes back to the, this concept of like, just because I see, you know, just because you're in the escape from Tarkov arena category, looking at streamers doesn't mean that every single person that was given a code was a streamer, right? There would only be like 14 total arena games you know what i mean so yeah and, and then also continuing on that just because you see tv or ttv and someone's name in a game doesn't mean they're a streamer and two just because the only games you see yeah. streamers play against other uh, other players are against other like five man streamers doesn't mean that only streamers play the game yeah. all of these are fallacies yeah. they're all fallacies here's the here's the deal streamers are the ones that play for 10, 12, yeah. 14, 16 hours a day for the first four or five days. They play in five-man squads. They've been playing the longest. Yeah. They're, on average, going to be way better than the average casual who plays for an hour or whatever uh, a day. Okay? And then, so that means they get better gear. They progress faster. They move up in ELO. Everything gets pushed up and up and up and up and up. Yeah. So, like, street, like... If you are a streamer, you are much more likely to be in a higher rank against other yeah, streamers. For sure. and, and of course, we don't. It, not every game is five streamers versus five streamers. A lot of them are five, five and five, but that's because yeah. they're five man squads and matchmaking is easy with five. Exactly. But there yeah, are, yeah. There are plenty where it's just a couple of a couple of duos and a solo or a, a bunch yeah. of solos, and then half of them have TV in their name, and they're one viewer streamers that I guarantee BSG's never heard of, and they didn't give them a code. Yeah, yeah. They just decided they were going to go live today or whatever, yeah. right? Um, some of them are TTV names that are memes. Remember how long for years we talked about I got killed by another TTV, yeah. whatever, and you go and you look and they don't stream and then you think a they're a cheater. Yeah, yeah. So that's a meme, right? After this was all going on, I literally tweeted about this. The next game I was in, the first person who was like the top fragger, I pulled up their name and they were streaming League of Legends yeah. to three viewers. Yeah, yeah. So it was like either a meme or it was their friend's account or whatever, but so again, yeah. just the assumption that you see TV in their name, it reinforces this whole myth 800,000 different ways that's just yeah. like, listen, streamers got preference, and I think it's largely defensible and reasonable. It didn't yeah. push anybody out. It's it's unfair, but like life is inherently unfair. Yeah. Sorry. Um, that's literally how everything in life works. It didn't come or shouldn't have come at the expense of the community. For sure. And the community got fucked over by BSG and everyone yeah. knows it and everyone said it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 100%. And, and, and all of the adjacent things are also like valid feelings. Like, you know what I mean? People who are like, man, it just feels like, you know, like I've had a lot of people, I've had a lot of like really reasonable people, not like overly mad, be like, man, it just feels like BSG is just prioritizing new money. They're giving codes to people who are buying today and not giving me a code. And I've had EOD since 2018. And I'm like, man, that's a valid feeling. I, I will, I wouldn't go so far as to say that's what they're doing, but that's like a valid feeling when you see all these people getting in, right? It's just conflating those genuine concerns or genuine mess ups or genuine things with just like streamer is online, therefore I don't get one. I didn't get a code because you got a code, and it's like, mm -hmm. and once again, and, and largely I don't care. It's just it is a hard thing. It's just like. I can't think of an analogy, but just like think of yourself of just being told all day that you're the reason some someone else messed up and you're like, no, dude, they did mess up. I just don't think it was because of me. You know what I mean? So, so all yeah, that you, you want to be able to defend yourself yeah, without denying like, the problem. 
Yeah. So it's like it's weird because like no streamers denying that some streamers did get special privilege. No streamers denying BSG messed up the rollout. No streamers denying they should have communicated better. No streamers denying you should get access if you had EOD for a really long time. You supported the project when it was much smaller and people are buying it like everybody agrees with everything except when you go into flat earth territory of like it's a conspiracy man they did this they told it about it and they intentionally lied because they're trying to get money to pay off this person because they have to pay off this person and the streamers and they pay all these streamers to promote the game every month like you just don't have to go into la la land everybody including the streamers agrees you know what i mean everybody it was so funny pestily became the hero when he did that video it's like Pestily had the bug. You know, Pestily was undoubtedly given special treatment with an early code. Pestily had the bug where he couldn't download the game. Pestily was given special access and they got him a download. But Pestily makes a video, you know, and I'm not hating on Pestily. I agree with everything Pestily said in the video. I'm just saying it's just interesting to hear the perspective shift because everyone's like, man, Pestily gets it, all you streamers. And I'm like, dude, what do you like? Pestily got like special, 100% got special access, dude, you know. So it's just it's just a fascinating and you know if if thing. you went or made a video and I went and made a video saying the same things that Pestley said after the fact that would have been you guys are just saving face to to look like yeah. a hero like Pestley yeah 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 like so now so now you've backed us into a corner where we literally can't even do the thing that you're begging us to do without getting called fake or yeah, a hypocrite yeah, yeah. or whatever when I reached out to BSG behind the scenes and was like the the community is crumbling you guys need to do something what's going on and i got the answer that is effectively and and in the the summary of the conversation was hey i'm telling you what you already know and you and you're saying hey we're going to come out with information soon so spoiler alert i got nothing i <laughs> there's nothing i could do so me making a video and me tweeting would have been yeah. nothing other than virtue signaling and trying to walk back my denial that streamer privilege exists like all this yeah. bullshit when it's just people mad that they miss the bus yeah. on the field trip. And I know that terrible feeling. Yeah. And I'm with you, but you're fucking blaming. Like, yeah. It, I don't know in the metaphor of the school trip who <laughs> is, is adjacent. You're blaming the bus driver, but it was the principal's fault, you know? Like, was, yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. So, uh, so once again, I mean, I, I know that. It's funny, you know, I'm, I'm at a point and, and I've been and the, the, the way, you know, chat has been over these past five days is I know that I have convinced exactly zero people listening to this of changing their opinion. Right. And, and it's OK with that. This is our podcast. If you don't like it, go don't watch it. Right. Like, you know, what I mean, we're, we're talking about it. But the summary is. Not a single streamer I interacted with, not a single human being I interacted with denies that this rollout was bad it was scuffed and that bsg dropped the ball uh if you want to be mad at me because i'm playing then okay cool you can do that but like nobody's denying that it was scuffed nobody's denying that you should be able to play um it just is what it is man i I have no power to change anything and i'm just trying to like have fun and and most and i think most people at this point get it yeah I do. I think most reasonable, rational, rational people get it. And to be honest with you, I think some of the people that are exploding rage in our chats do get it. 
I just think they're mad. You know what I mean? I, I think I think yeah. it's just it's just where we are, man. They're frustrated, and it's just easy. It's super easy to do that, man. It's super easy to be super snarky uh, in in a, in a chat. You know what I mean? It, it's super easy, especially because you get people that that uh, you know take the pendulum too far the other way too. You know, it, you know, people come in with like genuine concern or like valid concern, and then somebody in the chat's like, "Bro, just be patient. Wait your turn. BSG's doing the best they can." And then you know. And it's like the gloves are off and people start getting crazy. And then I only, I look at chat and I just see that last message from the guy. So I'm like, dude, you're being mean. And then he didn't, it's just, it's all the things. And so I just, I, all I tried to do these past few days, I was getting frustrated on the first day, but like the, the past few days, I was really just trying to be like, have fun, create valuable entertainment, look over. And as long as you haven't crossed the line to like berating me or berating other people in chat, it's like, dude, get your frustration out. Let's just vibe, man. We're just, we're just vibing. We're just having fun. We're just talking. Like that's, that's all we gotta do. You know what I mean? Is I just, I have no power. You know, so. Um, and, the, and the worst, the worst part too is that all of the people that can't play, they're really missing out on what is the most perfect fun game with no issues <laughs> that that they would absolutely be enjoying every moment of, which is like, definitely, definitely. So, uh. The last thing regarding the rollout before we actually start talking about Arena is that, yeah, as of December 19th at night, which was like a day and a half ago, they said that they had sent out invitations to one third of the total queue of players. That took them about three days to do that, to get to that number. They must be hand building the servers. Yeah. Like I, one by I don't one, get I guess. It, man. I don't, I'm not sure what I'm not sure what is the limitation is. Again, I don't get it. Would help undoubtedly. Like, like, what would your guess be? Just like, obviously, you don't know, but what would your guess be on how many people have Arena through EOD and how many people have purchased Arena? What's the percentage breakup? Knee jerk reaction. What's your guess? Five percent have pre ordered. Yeah, pre ordered Arena, yeah. and then the rest are. The rest are a combination of EOD and streamers. I agree. Which, which we might as well just say EOD. EOD. <laughs> I would have said I would have said ten percent. I would have said ninety ten. You say ninety five five. It's even more inexcusable because like they knew that number, right? They know how many people have EOD, and you can just say us. I'm going to assume ninety percent of those people want to play Arena at least once. So the fact, like, just the server thing, it's crazy because it, but, no, but we don't un we don't know that it's server limitations. Yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. Why. You're right. You're right. If if it you're is servers, wrong. like, yeah, it makes sense that it's servers, to, like, that that would be the problem. But it doesn't make sense that they wouldn't know and wouldn't prepare and wouldn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. That like day one, suddenly they'd be like, "Oh my god, what the fuck? We had so many day people." <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So so again, I I have to say, like, none of it makes sense. And yeah. I I I want it like my my gut is that it's something else, yeah, more complicated than that, yeah, that is leading to the issue, yeah. But I can't, I don't, I don't know, but I don't know what that could be, yeah. So to put that in perspective, the reason why I bring up that one third number is because previously in some of the most recent wipes, the Tarkov has peaked at like over three hundred thousand concurrent players. Uh, so over three days, one third of the people not concurrently playing, but that have access to arena that have queued it. So it's like 
we are definitely in six-figure territory of people that have access to Arena at this point. So and it's not just streamers. that should theoretically... Exactly. I'm yeah. not saying six figures are playing at any given time. I'm just saying... Yeah. I literally, 10, 20 minutes ago, I was told that, like, is it still only streamers? And I'm like, man, oh my God. You know, there's, you know, go to the, go to the arena category and just count how many there are. There's 200 streamers. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And I want, and I, and I would love to know too, like, so all of us streamers, right? Like, we've been playing against Landmark. We've been playing against like uh, the Smitty, like just all these, all yeah. the big names you can think of, like, we've played against them. Their ELO or ARP is, you know, somewhere between like 2000 and like 3500 or something you start yes. with what 15 or 12 i that's a good question i think 15 um i'd be willing to bet you that the vast majority of people are probably sitting at 1500 maybe less maybe i i, I don't know but like <clears throat> yeah you, maybe we should do a poll to see like what the average arp is and then yeah. also see, go to like a hundred streamers streams and see what their ARP is. And like, I'd be willing to bet you that they're all way above average. Yeah. Um, and in, and in the lobbies at 1500, 1600 ARP, you probably are getting yeah. you, a couple, maybe one or two TTV names yeah. in there, but otherwise it's probably seven or eight, just normal people. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so that was the rollout. Everybody agrees on it. Nothing can be changed. And I'm sorry if you don't have access. Um, let's talk about the game. Let's talk about playing the video game. Are you having fun playing Arena, Veritas? The... The extent to which I have fun playing Arena is the extent to which, I mean, it's the same as normal Tarkov. The extent to which the game doesn't get in my way, and and oh. Arena as as far just, as let's just let's just pause there. Let's say that say that again. That's just that's so good because I've been trying to explain to my wife what she's like. Are you having fun? <laughs> like, say that again. The extent to which I enjoy Arena is the extent to which the game doesn't get in my way. Um, when, when I don't experience a lot of the weird, annoying things—the stutter steps, the aim punch, the blur—the when, 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 when the stars align and there's the things that frustrate me, I don't experience. Yeah, win or lose. Yes. Now it also just so happens that when those things happen, don't happen, I win more often than I lose. Yeah. But win or lose, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but as far as I can tell, yeah, as far as I can tell, if I were to describe arena to someone who's played Tarkov, <laughs> copy paste literally the entire game yeah. and put a new menu UI and new maps, but it's the same game. There's not, there's no, as yeah. far as I can tell, there's nothing different. It's right. the same movement, ballistics, shooting, everything is exactly the same. Except, it might as well have just be a copy paste on the except code. Somehow. Some way, if you haven't played Arena yet, you won't believe me. And I, I envy your ignorance. Somehow the audio is worse. <laughs> I didn't know that was possible. Now, I don't know. But so somehow. I would only say it's the worse. The audio is worse. I would only say it's worse um, 
because <laughs> Arena introduces kill cams, which actually yeah. I want to put that in the list of things to fucking talk about. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because that's a whole other thing that um, but so there's so it, it introduces more ways to experience the audio in the game. Yeah, but as far as I can tell, it has the same occlusion issues. It has the same silent footstep issues, yeah. and it has the same ambiguity. You know, like but yeah. I. Now again, it's been nine or ten months since I played Tarkov proper, but I, it has exactly the same issues that I remember. Yeah, and 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 like, and that might be the case. You know what I mean? It might be that like you only notice audio issues when you get in a fight with somebody that like you didn't hear was there. You're getting into fights with somebody infinitely more frequently, faster, less downtime in between. Seconds. And here's the thing: I have been thinking about the audio. There's a lot. There's uh there's a lot of um I want to say noise but like obviously there's a lot of um distraction. There's just a lot more going on. You're almost always five stacking, right? So it's like you got five people yelling. You have an, a Russian announcer freaking just screaming at you the first 3 days. It was so loud. Uh you have they literally yeah, put just random .mp3 ambient noises. Sometimes on Bay 5 I'll hear a door open. And yep. it freaked me out at first before I was like, there are no doors to open an arena, but you'll just hear a door open. It's insane. And then there's, you know, 10 people in this super tight corner. I will say, though, as someone who mains Tarkov proper eight hours a day, six days a week, there haven't been many times where I've gotten um, completely missing audio. I've gotten audio that was occluded that wasn't supposed to be. I've gotten audio that wasn't occluded when it was supposed to be. I've gotten audio that I feel like the direction was flipped. I've gotten the bug where if you slow creep, you don't make any noise. So somebody just kind of creeps up to you. But I had, I mean, I, I'll find the clip. I need to find the clip. I was, it was late into a match. So it was like 2v2, 3v2. So everyone had slowed down. The announcer wasn't going. I was holding an angle and I died. And I said, let's watch the kill cam. And the dude ran, jumped, ran up a ramp, jumped, ran across a connex on metal, ran through a connex, and just shot me in the back. And so that wasn't like, oh, it was too quiet. Oh, the announcer covered the volume. That was just like, my man isn't making sound. <laughs> you know what I mean? So... That probably happens in Tarkov, and you're probably right that it's not necessarily worse. It's just those things happen more often in Arena, but it it feels it feels worse than Tarkov as somebody who's plays Tarkov all day. There's a fine line between between being barely audible and yeah. not audible at all. Yeah, to the point where like if if any noise is happening, you just simply will not hear the yeah. thing. Yeah. Um. And going back and whenever I clip, whenever I'm like, that guy was silent and I look back, <laughs> the footsteps were there. Yeah. Turned down 98%. Yeah. Where where it's like you, no one, no one would hear it when it was happening at the time. But if you like, you know, hone yeah, in, isolate up the gain, isolate, you listen for it, <laughs> you'll hear it. And it's the equivalent of if someone was 19 floors beneath you on like dorms yeah that's what it would sound like yet they are four feet in front of you running on metal yeah. turning the corner yeah um 
So <clears throat> I I I would need to look at clips. For sure. I, I have a clip on my Twitter. If anybody's wondering, uh, I think I tweeted it out yesterday where I show an example um, of, yeah, 22 hours ago, um, where I show an example of of this issue and you'll see the and I'll, I'll put the clip in uh in chats um I'll also put it you're live right yeah, yeah. i'll put it in as well too uh just so people can listen i mean I, I i could play it on my laptop i suppose um yeah. but i don't know if that would translate to uh don't know if it would translate maybe maybe it, now see i can jack up the audio a lot louder than normal here. Let's do it here. Uh, hold, please. Hold, please. Well, yeah. Fine in. Goes to chat mic. Boom. <clears throat> and then. Sorry, I should have just let you riff. No, you're fine. Well, the other thing I was going to say was a few people have mentioned that maybe it feels bad because a lot of classes have no headphones. I've been going the scout tree. Every class has had headphones. I, I yep. always have headphones. So some classes don't, and that can contribute to others who don't have headphones, you know, thinking that. But I've played with headphones basically every single raid, the whole arena. So so let's see here. Heli. Yeah, can you hear that? Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's turn everything up. I'm coming to Heli. Yeah, I'm in Heli. Lot medical. I'm hearing that metal. This guy's no audio, bro. Yeah, like, you would you would hear the guy. You know, like yeah, those two clunk clunk. Steps. Those two, and, and I have and I have uh, headphones on. Yeah, you know, lot medical. I'm hearing that metal. Yeah, lot medical. I'm hearing that metal. Lot medical. I'm hearing that metal. Lot medical. I'm hearing that metal. It should just be much louder. Yeah, right? it like, should even, be much even louder. Even though you're talking, you know, people people are like, oh, well, you know, there was a bunch of sound on the right, and people were talking. And it's like, sorry, I mean, it, it, yeah. I would hear it. There weren't hear that. that many people talking. I Once again, I play duos or trios all the time in Escape from Tarkov and hear that. You know what I mean? Like, hear the the, the clunk clunk of that guy. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder that. Now you do you have a mouse on your face, though. Uh oh, what do you mean there were footsteps? Yeah, there were footsteps on metal 75 feet to my right. Yeah. That, that's not the footsteps you're hearing, yeah. my dude. But there was the very subtlest, quietest. Again, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They they need to delete all audio occlusion from Arena. Yeah, yeah. There shouldn't, there shouldn't be occlusion. I can't think of any locations where leaving out occlusion wouldn't just be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Even indoor, outdoor, like they're all very, they all have big open yeah, doorways. They're like, all everything super is open maps. Yeah. Yeah. yeah everything yeah. is outdoors. They should just make it so that they have binaural and that will give you yeah, that everything the, you need. That and the texture, the texture of what's being run on. If you're in bowl and you hear somebody above you, they're running on metal. So, you know, they're not on the floor because you know what I mean? So it's, it's yeah, proper binaural and stuff like that. So, so yeah, I don't know. The, the audio has definitely been, um, been feeling pretty, uh, Pretty brutal. And and like I said, I'm very willing to admit that it's it's just because all arena is is the distilled area in which I would mold about audio. So it's probably not worse, but I, it's definitely not better. You know what I mean? And then and then the super weird thing is like we, the last thing to talk about with audio is we talked about this. A lot. We've been talking about this a lot. 
if you're dead and you're spectating a teammate, the audio is better. It's better directional audio. It's better levels of footsteps compared to ambient audio. It's like it's better than contacts. It's better than contacts. It's better than Tarkov audio. So it's like, it's like they figured out how to make great audio in Tarkov, but they only give it to you when you're dead. It's super weird. It's super weird. Uh, and then additionally, if you are spectating somebody, you don't, not only is it better audio, but you're definitively not hearing, you're not even hearing what the person you're spectating is hearing, just post-process different. You're hearing a different audio track. And the reason I know that is because you can be spectating somebody with a wrist T or an Alton and they don't hear anything. And the amount of times like I die, I go over to Chusky, he's wrist T. This literally happened today. It was uh, Nolan. And uh, he was like, I was like, sharp right, sharp right. He flicked, dude walked out, boom, killed him. He was like, I had no idea that guy was there. I was like, I know. I'm spectating you. You have a wrist T. I'm going to call out every single audio cue because you're not hearing it, but I am. It's crazy. You know what I mean? So that that feels kind yeah. of doubly weird from a competitive standpoint. It feels weird that you can hear better. You can get over like you can surmount the give and take that is a Alton by just having a teammate spectate you. And then it also feels weird even just from a quality of sound standpoint that the freaking audio is so much better in the spectate camera. It's just like, why? You know what I mean? I yeah. Know. Well, so so there's uh, there's two kinds of spectator cameras that I um that I experience and there's the OP one and the broken one. Um <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah, I just realized too that I I was sending your audio to the VOD channel or I wasn't for the first fucking like 20 minutes or whatever so oh. <laughs> the, the VOD is going to be hey, you know the beginning of the VOD is silent blah, blah, blah. Really? Sorry. Um but the podcast will be fine. Yeah. Uh so what you experience is effectively like they take the audio and they turn everything down, including your footsteps. Yes. Way down. And then all other footsteps get turned up. And then there's like a filter applied to it to make it yeah. sound a little radio like. Yeah. But the radio like doesn't matter. The fact that it's like less quality. Um, <laughs> yeah. Doesn't matter because Everything except for enemy or yeah. uh, other player footsteps is turned down, which yeah. is it's way it's like infinitely more OP than contacts and contacts are OP. Yeah, um, it shows you the so difference the, between sound design and like good quality competitive sound because like yeah. Tarkov sound design has always been immaculate. But the spectator camera is like put through, you know, Adobe Premiere Pro's FM radio preset. It sounds god awful, but it's so much better from a competitive yeah. standpoint, because what you need to hear is you hear and what you don't need to hear. You don't. And so, yeah. Um, and, and the unfortunate side effect of that is what I think, I think it's not an unfortunate. I would go so far as to say it's extremely toxic and they need to fix it because the meta is now you're in discord with your homies and you are telling your teammates with Altons and wrist tees who can't hear anything exactly where everyone is. Yeah. And, and which we'll is, get to which those is, kits later, but that's the only yeah. downfall of some of those kits is not having Which ears. completely sucks for... I, I feel like it's unfair for the, the enemies, 
And I also feel like it's annoying. It's just more bullshit that we have to do now. Like when I die, I want to relax. I want them yeah. to let them play. I don't want people telling me callouts when I'm playing. I'm you're like, shut the fuck up, comms, comms, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, like when I'm clutching, I'm the most toxic person. I'm just like, shut up, fuck, like, you know, because like I can hear totally fine, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. So, so that's really bad. And that is another massive advantage to teams sitting in Discord, which is antithetical to what Tarkov wants to begin with, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's just bad for so many reasons. It's because it's unfair, yeah, and it's also misleading, too, because the, the audio as a spectator is the same as you get in the kill cams, which we'll get to, which just gives people misleading, misunderstandings, yeah. misrepresentations, whatever, about... Yeah situation right because everybody they die and they're like i want to know what happened and then they're shown what didn't happen yeah they're shown what happened but it's like you know how like two different people can see the same event and they interpret it differently you're seeing one interpretation and that interpretation is not what they experienced or what you experienced or what the server experienced it's a it's a very specific yeah it's a very specific recipe of we're going to take what the server sees here, what they saw here, what they saw here. Then we're going to boost the audio here. Then we're going to fisheye lens. I was doing a side by side and like the fisheye lens makes it so that like people are visible or not. Oh, yeah. Undoubtedly. So, like, if you have someone if you have someone crouched and there's like one of the, the like trailers, <laughs> if someone's crouched and you're standing up right the bottom of the trailer, if they're in the distance, the bottom of the trailer will cut off their body. But with the fisheye lens, yeah. they're like visible. Yeah. And so, like, you're like, whoa, I w-, and I put them side by side because I have a clip that's yeah. me dying to uh, some man, me dying to him. I have a, his perspective. I have my kill cam, and then I have my perspective and put them side by side, yeah. and I synchronize them. Yeah. And, and, and it's actually crazy because he turned the corner, shot a couple of bullets, like, while he was running. So it was, yeah. like, bullet in the wall, bullet in the wall. He pops up uh you know shoots me i'm waiting for him yeah he doesn't know where i am i'm waiting for him spray boom boom fucking like shoulder shot uh face shield shot and you see the ricochet you see him go like this he goes like this and then i'm dead yeah and if you synchronize every you synchronize the bullet audio the bullet holes in the concrete the ricochet thing everything is completely synchronized <laughs> everywhere and the only difference is that he's like seven feet around the corner yeah. Yep. Um yeah, so let's so let's talk about kill cams. Let's talk about kill cams. Uh kill cams Everything everything I said for the last 5 years well, was right. Yeah. Um oh no. Uh, I found my bottle opener. I was fucking around with it and I lost it. Um Yeah, so kill cams, man. Fascinating stuff here. So the kill cam is awesome. It's awesome to have it. It's fun to be able to see. And quite a few times, right? You're like, uh, um, uh, like where was that guy? And then you're like, oh, there's a guy, heaven. You know, you're fighting a guy. And a lot of times this happens. And this is why this is the side of kill cams I've always advocated for. This is why I've always been like, kill cams would be good for this reason. Cause like, I'm shooting a guy, he's shooting at me. I'm shooting a guy, he's shooting at me. I die. I don't know that guy's name. I see in the kill feed, Johnny Pants 69 kills me. And I go, what the hell, dude? That's bullcrap. Then I watch the kill cam and it's his teammate that sniped me, right? And I'm like, oh, yep. okay, okay, okay. So 
So he, now we're learning already about how much we how wrong we've been about Tarkov for yeah, so long. Exactly. And that's always that's always why I've said kill cams would be awesome. Because like it allows you to get a better perspective on what happened. And then if you choose to, it would help you learn from your mistakes. He's like, oh man, I I was in a fight with this guy, but I exposed myself that direction. Maybe if I'd been tighter on the angle, that guy wouldn't have had a shot on me. Maybe I would have clutched his kill, right? Like that's how I like to process stuff. So the kill cam is awesome in that perspective. And then also before I start talking about what's wrong with the kill cam, just to double down on like, I'm not against kill cams here, is today I was playing with Lupo, Pool Shark, Fudge, um, and Trip, and me. We were playing, we were on bowl. And dude, this guy, he's like no helmet, no armor, like nine mil gun, canted red. I don't even know what his class was, dude. Swing around pre-aims pool, swing around pre-aims fudge. I, I peek the helicopter and like 40 feet away, I see three pixels of his Emercom hat. I'm getting beamed. And we just like one or two rounds and we're like, a little sussy wussy. Lupo's like, I don't know about that guy. I don't know about that guy. That guy. Basically two or three rounds go by and we're like, this dude's cheating. Like this dude's cheating. He was solo queuing and lettuce sucks. And some of his homies were on the other team. And uh, what basically everybody, including that guy's own teammates, were confident enough he was cheating that every round for the rest of the rounds, they would spawn and they would just shoot him in the back of the head. Their team. Yeah. Like their, yeah. their own team was confident enough. So I turned around. I said, Lupo, shoot me in the face. Make it a four. Make it a four v four. Make it fair. You know what I mean? So Lupo yeah. would kill me and then they would just four v four. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. It was like, whatever. And so in that instance, the kill cam, like, you know what I mean? You know where I'm going with this. Everybody said for years, like it's going to help with cheaters. And that was an example of like, listen, everybody felt like we, the, I didn't report him because I forgot you could report, but Lupo reported him. And I think pool reported him. Uh, Fudge reported him and he got banned like later in the day he got banned um, but it was like now I wonder if 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 that same thing happened and you guys all weren't streamers would he have oh, been banned yeah I don't know There's always I don't the know question. I don't know I don't know but um but anyway so like that was a like what everybody's always said for all those years it would help us with the cheaters and stuff like that that was one time in the past four days obviously there's not a whole lot of cheaters yet because the game's new but let me tell you, everything I've always said and everything you've always said about the kill cam has reigned so true, which is that for every, you know, every 10 times you think you died to a cheater, 9.5 of them is just Tarkov being a dick of a game. Holy Christ, bro. Dude, it's going to be like the, the Holy kill cam. Christ. What what I what I said from the beginning was that the kill cams were going to lead to even more misunderstanding, toxicity, yeah. whining, complaining about all kinds of shit. Because I I guessed that the kill cams were not going to be like accurate representations of yeah. either what the server experienced or what they experienced is probably going to be some either reconstruction or whatever. And what we have is exactly that. So the audio you hear in the kill cam is not the audio. It's not the audio they heard. Yeah. It's, I think, um, I'm pretty sure it's the same, like, processed audio as Spectator. I might be wrong on that. I had to yeah, double check. I don't know. But, but even the biggest thing is that there's no <laughs> aim punch. There's no aim punch or vision blur. And that's the, and that's the problem. 
everybody for the rest of time is going to is going to watch the kill cams and not seeing the aim punch it gives you the the most unrealistic idea of what actually happened it yeah yeah it is so uh not just frustrating, but like, oh, like this isn't the right word, but like disrespectful is the word I want to say. It's disrespectful when everything we've always, every piece of information I've ever wanted from Escape from Tarkov is on my screen. I'm watching the perspective of the guy that killed me. It told me how many times he hit me and it told me how many times I hit him. And it is so disrespectful to see it on the screen. I hit him. 11 times and then watch him no aim punch one tap me i'm like i'm gonna throw up dude it's so rough so it's hard because like uh what you're getting is and 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 the reason the aim punch is so important is because it's proof that what the kill cam is is it's not what i saw and it's not what he saw and that's weird. So what is it? It's something in the middle. It's a it's new, a reconstruction it's a new of, thing. of the server data. Because we've been fighting all these streamers, right? I can go watch Baked Jake's perspective. He gets aim punched to oblivion, but gets a lucky shot on me. On my end, I shoot him eleven times. He's looking at Jupiter, and I die. So on my end, his gun's pointed straight up in the air. On his end, he's aim punched to oblivion, but his gun sweeps past my face, and he gets a lucky shot on me. And the kill cam is neither of those things. Mm -hmm. And so when we talk about using the kill cam to identify cheaters or whatever, it's like we're, you're, we're not just we're not getting accurate information. Um, and then even 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 aside that, even if you put aside that the, that the information on there isn't like wholly trustworthy because it's a reconstruction, it um. It just shows you how bad the desync is. You know what I mean? It's like, because most of my experiences haven't been that I think someone was cheating or even that I hit them 11 times, right? Like, you, you'll have to attest to this. Even people that you didn't, you didn't get hits on, so you didn't, you know, there wouldn't be aim punch or whatever. It's just like, on their screen, I see four and a half pixels of a ULAC and you die and you're like, oh, let's see it, bro. And you watch the thing and he peeks. You know, he makes a cup of tea, he adds some sweetener to it, he stirs it up, he takes a sip, and then he kills you. You know what I mean? We're like, we're in different universes, dude. Here we have... Can you play? Put it up. Yeah. Hello? Here we go. <laughs> So, it's hard to see the way that I crop this, um, but you can see the guy swing out from past the uh, this box here. Yeah. Or maybe he was in front of the box. You know, I forget now. But basically, like, he was standing way out in the fucking open. Yeah. Way out in the open when he fired his first shot. And that's what <laughs> yeah. I synced. Whenever you do this, you always have to pick some arbitrary Yes, you have point. to sync it to something, yeah. Um, so I synced it on the muzzle flash. Yeah. And let me... So here we have the muzzle flash. Yes. And he, if you could zoom out, you'd see that he was like a foot from the wall. Yeah. 
like fully exposed. Whereas I yep. had exactly two sixtieths of a second where he's been on my screen. Yep. Um, Pull up that. Uh, I just DM'd you something. Um, and I have a better one, but it's on my fucking other computer, so I can't show you where I did the the side by side by side. Yes, I saw you working um, on that. Pull that alien one. Yeah. <clears throat> I've been playing all day, and this is the worst one I'd seen. And then the co-cam. Like, dude. I mean, yeah, he's so... Let's just fucking isolate that real quick. I mean, he he was just standing in the fucking open. Yeah. Yo, why is my internet being Papega at this exact moment? <laughs> Twitch, please. So, like, pause it. Try and pause it on the frame. Yeah, he dies. Dude, like, he's taking he's, damage. He's... he's taking damage. Look at the door. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> the, the face. And then when you see yeah. him. Oh, why? I hit space. Pause. Dude. And so, the guy's just not there. Yeah. So it's like. Some some dickbag is gonna be like left side peak, dude. Shut up! Like it's this is the and this is the I mean stuff. They're, they're they're both right side peaking each other. Yeah, this is the thing where it's like um, this is what we've known. This is what this is what I've always known. Like a kill cam would do is that like some like not everybody, but somebody some people in Valiant shoes there would go that guy's cheating. You know what I mean? In in Tarkov. In, in, yep. in Tarkov. Oh, oh, and then someone would say, no, he just wall banged you. And yeah. they'd both be wrong. And they'd both be wrong. And so it's like the kill cam is nice, but I don't think it uh, like, and once again, the kill cam is nice. And, and once again, it actually helped us uh, find a cheater and get them banned. But it won't be like, it won't usher in the gilded age of no cheaters. Like it, what it's going to do is just remind you, it's going to pound into your head all day long that the desync in Tarkov is bad. Now, once again, to be fair to BSG, who knows how bad it really is because we know that the, that kill cam was neither what Velian saw or what that guy saw. So it's like you can't even use that as empirical evidence of how bad the desync is, but you can use it as anecdotal evidence of like, ah, that makes sense. This game feels like trash. <laughs> you know what I mean? The, and the best way to describe the couple times I've done the side by side by side is the kill cam so far has been extremely accurate to what the person who killed you saw. Okay, as far as like without uh, G-Sync? with yes, not without like aim, aim punch, punch and stuff. Yeah, so okay. like like side by side, like some man, I like synchronized That's it on like the first bullet hole and like the run, pull up the gun, shoot. It was all now. What wasn't there on the kill cam was the getting shot in the face mask and having it be blurry. Yeah, yeah, but like shot, yeah. shot, shot, shot. Yeah. Now on the kill cam, it was shot, 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 perfectly clear, shot, shot, shot. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, the timing. Now the the hard part is, I think like the ragdolls are were pretty similar, but one of them is completely Vaseline.jpg, so it's hard to tell. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's all yeah. blurry because I was yeah. shooting him in the face twenty seven times. Yeah. Um, but the only difference between so that's the difference between those two is really the aim punch. Yeah. Then the difference between my, what I saw, and those two 
was that he was about 100 to 150 <laughs> milliseconds ahead of what I saw. So yeah. when you turn a corner and you see someone, that right there, when Veli, the guy swings, and that's a problem, is when you move as fast as you do in a game like this, yeah. you swing and shoot, Yeah, that's going to be a couple hundred milliseconds. You have no time yeah. to react. Um, For sure. And and I know that a, a kill cam would never be like perfect to the millisecond. And I know that like there's well, that's kind of what the peakers. ping value is too. Exactly. Like, and, well, that's what I'm saying. And I know that peakers advantage is in every game. I know that you know you know yada yada yada. It, you know right side. It, but it but it's worse, right? But it's worse in 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 this game. And you can see that you know the in a game like this, in a game that's you know I hate to throw around that word competitive because it's like I don't really care if Tarkov ends up being a competitive esport arena. Like I I'm I, I'm enjoying arena even not being that. But when you compare it to other games that it's it's attempting to go for, you know CS Valorant. What I've watched, you've played a lot more of those games, so tell me. Like holding angles is like a really strong play. Hold, oh yeah. But like I I'm trying to smash into my own brain all day. Don't hold the angle. Wait for the audio and then jiggle peek it. Because if if someone knows now, if 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 I'm holding an angle right off the spawn, right off the rip. They don't know where I'm at, so I'm gonna catch them. You know, maybe with a pre-fire. But once the game is going, if they have they've been given my audio, don't hold the angle because they can just jiggle peek shoot, and and I'm dead before I'm even on their screen. But in a game like this, in CS and Valorant, holding the angle is the most important thing, and then you train yourself to be good at reaction and aiming and stuff like that. But you can't. You like the the engagement, the engagement, the whole thing is shorter than the net net code latency. So the entire engagement can happen in the window of desync if somebody yep. knows you're there because of how fast-paced these games get by design, right? Like this is supposed... They, they want it to be a competitive game. So it, it, I've been like beating into my own brain. Don't hold the angle. Hold near the angle. Wait for the audio, then do the peak. Uh, it's, just, it's pretty brutal. It's pretty brutal. Um, uh, yeah. Now, there's quite a few other aspects of the game and, and, and ones we have lots of feelings on. However, before we move on, I want to take a second and thank the sponsor for today's episode, and that is HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip the trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Dude. Love HelloFresh. Are you are you a streamer that sits for twelve Brother. hours a day and, and doesn't get off off your butt? And you but you need a nice healthy meal. To, <laughs> then HelloFresh is just yes. right for you. Yes, HelloFresh is awesome. It's unbelievably convenient. You get to choose how many uh, meals you want per week, how what you want them to be. Do you want them to be extra protein? You want them to be vegan? You want them to be keto? You can take weeks off. You get uh, between. There's over like of over 45 recipes per week, more than 100 seasonal add-ons for you to choose from every week. There's all sorts of like seasonal stuff that you can get, like charcuterie boards and stuff like that that are like themed with you know the season. We got Christmas. There's lots of soups and stuff like that happening for the colder seasons. Um, there's meals that are you can make in 15 minutes or less. There's meals that'll you know push and challenge your what you can do as a cook. I know for me, I've always loved cooking. And I love food, but I don't 
know what to cook. I hate picking a grocery list and I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know how to make something, but I'm out here making ruse and cream sauce bases and roasting vegetables and freaking enjoying it. So, uh, yeah, man. Hello. Fr- Hello. Fresh is like literally these days. It's the only, it's the only healthy food that I actually get a chance to <laughs> eat. Um, it's, it's, I'm either eating junk food and I'm feeling, you know, like death Sad. and I'm regretting everything. And, uh, uh, or, you know, uh, me and the wife are, are putting together something from HelloFresh that just tastes good, is yep. healthy, and doesn't make me regret all the decisions <laughs> in life like I normally am. So you can go to HelloFresh.com slash podcast free and use the code podcast free for free breakfast for life. That is one free breakfast item per box while your subscription is active. That is free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash podcast free with code podcast free. Thank you so much, HelloFresh, for sponsoring this episode. Mm-hmm. So, man, what else do we talk about? So many things. Teammate identification. I fucking hate it. I, I, I'm going to say right away, I refuse to acknowledge the argument that this is a hardcore game that relies on communication but within your team and that is the sole mechanism through which you are supposed to avoid team killing i that you can have that opinion and that's fine i will say that's not only is a terrible game design for a game like this yeah but it's um it also ends up being massively toxic and unfair to like 95% of the player base that is not sitting in discord with a yeah. five man queue and they're not sweaty, whatever they're just going to, they want to jump in. They want to play some games with Netflix up or whatever. And they want to enjoy there. You can't say, okay, well the only way that you can avoid team killing is by coordinating fucking flawless comms with randoms when you're just a normal Timmy who doesn't memorize every call out or whatever, um, or without having a nanosecond to identify which color was I, because the color switches every fucking five minutes, which color was I, is that an enemy? And then also to see if you can see either of their armbands, which given the lighting and the distance, sometimes they're just invisible. And given if they're going upstairs, if they're behind a crate, if you can only see their legs, because they're coming downstairs while you're holding an angle. Yeah. That you just have to either not shoot them or it's just, it's, it's, there needs to be something, whether it's a dot over their head, whether it's fucking flashing bright pink gloves and boots and helmets. I don't care what it is. Yeah. There just needs to be something that can tell people when you look at them quickly, intuitively, and at a glance, if it's your teammate or not, give them all CT versus T outfits. Make yeah. it, you know, like something that there, there's a fucking uh, a, a kit that has like a blue shirt. It's like a yeah. scav kit that has a fucking blue shirt with red armbands yep. and the teams are blue and red. It's fucking yep. brain dead. Yeah, they. Yeah, exactly. There, There's a lot of there's a lot of ways you could do it. Um, There's a lot of ways you could do it without changing a single thing about Tarkov, too. You know what I mean? Like because because like you said, there's you like you and I would be fine with just teammate indicators. <laughs> like yeah. you know what I mean you and I would be fine with that um the, obviously you know the hardcore realism Andy's wouldn't be 
I remember I was talking with uh, Baron. I think it was him from Brownells, um, and and he did, you know did service, and he was talking about a lot of times for like certain operations that they do, there'll be IR strobe lights on um, the shoulders so that you can identify friendly if it's nighttime or if it's in like a high stakes situation and you've got like IR stuff on. So like like something on like a little light on each shoulder. You know, so it's something that's like based in realism that maybe was taken a little bit to an extreme, just like little lights on either shoulder or something like that. But all of that aside, you could do it without doing anything different in Tarkov, which is just why is why does it have to be that a part of the kit that you choose is the clothing, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like the kit that I have is the Weaver. It's the AK-74UB and I've got the Sandman top and these pants. And if you go to another one, you have a different top, like why it could be as simple as you're always team blue and the enemy is always team red, like Mm -hmm. many, many, many other games have done. And also you're always team freaking blue scav vest, whatever pants. And the enemy's always team freaking flannel and jeans. Those are all assets that exist in the game. Nothing would be changed. Friendly fire could be on no teammate modification. Like, all of the things that make Tarkov Tarkov. They and break, it would be yeah, they amazing. Break, yeah. They they break every like UX convention too. And yeah. that like so so it's bad enough that you can play ten games in a row and be on blue team so that enemies yeah. are red, and then randomly two games in a row, you're red and they're blue. So yeah. I literally have Microsoft Paint window and I just uh, color drop bucket, yeah, fill up the whole screen with red or blue, and that's how I Yeah. In remember in my peripheral vision who the bad guy like shoot that color yeah um but then when you now something i actually really fucking like i really like that that the rather than have like a tab menu that brings up like a scoreboard mm-hmm. that there are like giant screens yes. all over the place i think it's i cool. actually really like i wish there were more yeah i agree sometimes i'm like i have to fucking expose myself yeah. to the opening it would be cool if there was like a little bit of that like a little bit of risk or like to get that information you need to expose yes. yourself. like i'm okay with that but the problem it's really cancerous when so there's two different screens there's one that shows the score like how many rounds to rounds um yeah. and then there's another one that shows how many people are left and there's like five little boxes yeah and on the left is always blue and on the right is always red so some t- so you have to know yes. what color am I? You have to know whether you're looking at the right side or the left side in order to be intuitive. If they're if they're going to switch, then they should also switch the side on like yeah. the TV screen so that like I know if I'm red. I I, I know this yeah. game. I'm red. Cool. If I want to look at the scoreboard at a glance, I want to know that the left is me. Yeah. So that when I see there's two boxes versus three, I yeah. don't want to have to look at the scoreboard figure out okay i'm red okay red's on the right okay oh it's 3v2 like it's just so many layers of abstraction that are just and and people are gonna the 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 people who their brains have fallen out they're uh, because realism has been stuffed in there too much are gonna say like no dude you just gotta know like that's a part of the thing that it's it's not intentional it's not good design they just literally didn't think about it because they'd never think about user experience it's a mistake it's a bug it's bad whatever it is and yeah, the the realism it's like it's it's funny because like that you just I just I just wholly reject it for arena, right? Like which we're just we're talking about a game where you die and respawn four times in a row. That's not realistic 
go yeah, away. And a, a bunch of uh, operators in an arena yeah. fighting to the death yeah. for like like it's just like go away. I just think yeah, I think like th- th- you could you could keep everything Tarkov and just make it so the enemy's always red and make it so it's always your whole team has the same outfit on, their whole team has the same outfit on and and it would and like you would just never te- friendly fire would still be on. Good comms would still be required. Sometimes you would see only the head of your enemy and still have to make that calm. Like, yo, where are you? Where are you located? But the amount of times that like, like you said, not only the amount of times do we run into those issues, how many times are people are not in five stack discord calls and they hear audio and they, you know, they, they just don't know. So they peek and then they, they peek and it was an enemy and they die. They peek. They thought it was a friend. It was an enemy. They die. They do that three times. They're like, well, I'm going to start shooting people. Then they peek. It's a friendly. They shoot them and they kill them. Yep. And then everyone roasts them in the freaking prox chat. And it's like, dude, it's hard to, it's hard to do. So I, I completely agree. That is so simple. You don't have to break any of Tarkov's immersion to do it. Uh, and it's also not taking away any freedom from the player. We don't currently get to choose our clothes. It's just randomly assigned to the kit. So like there'd be a universe where like if you got to choose your clothes for arena, some people would be like, well, I kind of I like wearing this. It's like you don't even have that freedom already. So just making it better for everybody wouldn't wouldn't be a bad thing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if if I had the power today again, I don't I don't care that a lot of people will just hard disagree or will get butt hurt by this. But like I would love a dot that was at like. 20 percent opacity yeah i wouldn't care that to be six inches above your your teammates heads if they run behind a wall you can see the dot 20 percent opacity very faint but because that right there is like you know in other games you have like a mini map or whatever and you could look up at the mini map and you can get spatial con you know contextual awareness but i would love to know if i hear three sets of footsteps yeah i can see the dot i could know oh these two over here are enemies and you can you know it it's just better for fucking everybody. Yeah. And you know what? If they want to turn it off for professional fucking esports, then fine. I don't yeah. care. I don't care. This is for literally everybody else. Yeah. The rest of us. No, I the normal people. I agree. I mean, people are already freaking out in all three chats. I legitimately don't care. It's never going to happen. They'll never give it up. This is just our opinion. But if I was president of Tarkov tomorrow, I'd do it too, man. I think it'd be more fun. Screw yeah, that, bro. <laughs> I think it'd be more fun. <laughs> Now, see, there's there's more to it, too, in that, like, uh, some people have brought up, like, oh, you know, Counter-Strike does this or Counter-Strike does that. There's context that you have in a game like Counter-Strike yeah. that that they give you that a lot of people might not might not come to mind. It might not be intuitive. The fact is, is that, so first of all, in CSGO, you have an objective that's different if you're a counter-terrorist versus a terrorist. Yeah, you got to plant the bomb, defuse the bomb. You know what you're doing. That informs what you're wearing, which is what you can see with your your hands and your gloves yeah. and your knife. And that right there will instantly tell you. I mean, like if you see somebody, if I'm ever in doubt, I just look at my gloves. Oh, I'm a terrorist. You see somebody instantly can recognize based on what they're wearing. Oh, it's a terrorist. It's a teammate. Yeah. Because you just have all the context around what you're wearing and what you're doing. Yeah. Whereas in this game... You change sides every other time. You're always wearing the same thing. And then in between games, you're changing colors. Yeah. So they're just doing everything wrong. Yeah. They're doing everything wrong. Yeah. And and it's like 
this is trivial for them to fix. If they don't fix it, it's unforgivable. Yeah. How they fix it, there's a number of ways they can do it, and I'm fine with the 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 most basic, most obvious way is you are always blue. Yep. And, and, and the enemies, enemies are, and it's it's client side. Yep. If they can't figure out how to do that, then they need to do something else. But that's the easiest way that everybody. Well, have you guys thought about maybe they should? Yeah, everybody's thought about it. It's anybody who would play the game for more than four seconds would thought about it. So I'm yeah, I'm amazed that they didn't think about it. Yeah, but I'm not that amazed actually. But yeah, yeah. like they they're yeah they're a company that likes to circumvent you know the norm. You know they they like to do everything their own way, and then they put a bunch of ingredients their own way and then they ignored all of their own like you know what i mean like i said like yeah. with, the, with the clothes like they have the clothes they have all those assets they don't let the players choose it they were and and you're in your head you'd be like oh that's a perfect thing for a teammate indicator they're like nah it's like oh man you even did it you did it your own way and then threw it in the trash like it would be so much better that way i don't know like so. and, and if you don't look at things from a game design perspective it might not be clear or obvious like people might not have ever thought about the what I just said with the gloves and with all that yeah. stuff, like it might have never crossed their mind. For people could have maybe argued, see, Tarkov does it better because they only have two outfits, C versus CT, yeah. and they're just being, you know, or T versus CT, they're just being lazy. They could have given so many more outfits to make it cooler. Yeah. And not it's like, think it, yeah, yeah, not think without realizing that there's there's actual like design involved in that that is useful that bsg might have just said oh well we have more than all these outfits let's just use all the outfits without thinking about yeah. why it matters yeah. so th yeah there's there's lots of easy ways that they could do that um let's talk about the progress i feel like the, the, the progression is like it netcode yeah. is the same fucking tarkov netcode is netcode is, it is. <laughs> yeah um the progression is a fascinating thing and uh and so, so an interesting, well, an important part here is that like in this beta, right? The beta, which I know is a meme at this point, but the beta of arena, beta. we only have ranked mode and, um, I hate that because I don't, that's just not me. I don't care to grind my rank. <laughs> I don't care to uh, to do that. And I also have absolutely no experience. I've never played Counter-Strike. I've never played Valorant. I've never played Mordhau. I've never played chess like competitively. I have no experience with any ELO system, oh, with God. any rank system. I have no experience with any of it. I, I could not care less about grinding my rank and being global elite or freaking top 100 or apex predator and Apex Legends, it's just not me. You know what I mean? Like, that's just not, that's never been me and the competitive side. But the only uh, mode we have is competitive. And I've seen a lot of people say, and I'm just deferring to their judgment, that makes sense because you want to you want to test the competitive, you want to test the rank system before the, the casual system. Enough people have said that, that that must be true because, I don't know, I would have just loved the, the non-ranked version alongside of it. Um, God, I hope that's not. <laughs> yeah, because um, that that implies that that this was like when you want to test something, you have like something close to affinity. You're you're yeah. asking the question: Is this good? Yeah, which is concerning <laughs> to me. I'll just say. 
So I wouldn't ask yeah. the question. So the progression is interesting because there you have the progression in ARP, which is like the ranking points. It literally just stands for arena ranking points. And then there's the progression within the trees of uh, kits and in your classes. Um, I've heard a lot of things. None of it, I believe, has been like 100% confirmed because some of it is information that could have changed. Some of it is information that could have been misinterpreted. And some of it is information that just may not be from the most reliable sources. And I don't know how to parse through all of it. But I've heard a lot of things like all of the skill trees that we have been had access to are all for the unranked mode. And the ranked mode is eventually going to have completely different skill trees that are much more balanced for rank so that you don't have stuff. But it makes it literally impossible to provide feedback on the beta when we don't know <laughs> what's going to be in ranked, but we only have ranked and we don't know if these trees are for unranked or ranked or what's going to happen or what the balance of the trees, if this is a placeholder or not. And none of that has been told to, to you as the player or confirmed by BSG. So all I can do then, and I say that to say, because I already had people in chat be like, oh, well, I thought that those weren't going to be for ranked. I'm not even trying to come at you. Maybe you're right. But what I'm saying is that I've had 10 different people ten, tell me 10 different things across 10 different days, and they all have credible sources. And, and because I don't know, all I can do is really give feedback on what we have right now. You know what I yeah, mean? And the problem with what you're saying, too, is, is if that's the case, then we aren't testing what's like we're testing a situation that doesn't yeah. exist, that won't exist. Yeah. You know, like if they want to test the progression and they want to test like the balancing, then what we're experiencing now is never, it'll never happen. If they're going to have different progression and different balancing, like we're, yeah. it's a combination of things. You want us to test how effective these snow tires are on this Porsche 911. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. You can't know. You can't I can't know test if, either of those things. Yeah, when like we the can, snow tires are on the Porsche 911. Yeah, yeah. We we drive around in the snow and it feels shitty to drive in the snow. So I can't tell you if the tires are good or if the car's good. Yeah, yeah. That's that's it. So you know, I don't I don't know what exactly we're testing, but but what I can say is from both from both standpoints whether it's the actual like ELO system or whether it's the, the progression of the kits, they, yeah. in my opinion, both need massive they both, amounts of yeah, work. They both need work. <laughs> um, so the way that ELO systems usually work, and uh, now there's been a million different variations. Uh, I think it originated back in the day with, with chess, um, but the kind of general high-level summary... <laughs> Is and there's just a fucking formula, and there's like something I think it's like an R factor, I believe is what it's called. But but all that's irrelevant. Um, if you have two people that are about the same, let's just say a thousand elo, okay. Um, there's usually some value that is like what you win slash lose when you win slash lose. So let's just say it's ten. If I win, I'm now at one thousand and ten. And you are now at 990. Yeah. And then if we play again and I win or the other way around, whoever lost wins, then boom, we're at a thousand. Then if you're like equal, you're and you have a 50% yeah. win rate, you're literally just going to be a thousand. You're, you're going to be like this, right? Yeah. And nobody ever goes anywhere. Yeah. 
Um, now that value, that number is the, the, the plus or minus is dynamic in that it depends on your ELO um, relative to the other person. So when I play chess, yes. if I play against a 2,000 and I'm 1,000, if they win, they get zero points. <laughs> and because do, and do they you should lose win 99.9. Yeah. And if I lose, I don't lose any points. Yeah. But if I win, I'll get like 20 points. Yep. And they'll lose 20 or maybe even more, you know, depending on yeah. all of these numbers can change. But the point um, is that it scales. But the point is that it scales so that, like, if you overperform, it will boost you. Yeah. You know, so if you're underrated, you'll get there faster. Yeah. You know, you'll make your way up the ladder. Um, but the problem with at least what I understand in with this system is that if you win, it's just like plus 25 or whatever. And you lose, <laughs> yeah. it's minus 25. So. Yep. Which means that. If you have like like we were squatted today, yep. and um, I don't remember what the uh, like what was the highest elo on our team. Uh, I think Chusky was like just over three thousand or twenty nine hundred. Yeah. He he was so like twenty nine hundred, and I was like two thousand twenty one hundred ish. Yeah. And now I oh, this is all speculation. We can't tell how the matchmaking works. It definitely doesn't involve gear score, which we'll get to after. Yeah. Because there's like a gear score, but then there's also ELO, but then there's also class. Um, And then there's also like level. It's like so fucking scuffed. Yep. Um, If we end up in a game, like if I'm the leader, it almost seems as if we'll get like lower level, like 2,000, 2,100, 2,200. And if we stomp them, then he gets at 2,900, gets 25 points. I get 25. So he didn't like, he's just... It's like Shaquille O'Neal dunking on little kids yeah. and you're getting 25 points. Yeah. So, which is like, shouldn't happen because then like the meta would be a bunch of high level ranked people with one low level guy that yeah. is the one that, res- that is the one that, you know, puts them in the queue. Yeah. Pub stomping all these people and then just boosting their way up. Yeah. It, 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 it's not an ELO system. It's like just this weird point ranking system that is yeah. not good. And, um, and that no. and that feels bad on the other way too. When like when we were playing with Ben last night and he was level four and he had only played four games of arena before, when we were going up against the twenty one hundred Elo guys and winning, he was getting twenty five points. Like his cl- even though he was running around with a catter, you'd never catch up. He would never catch up. Yeah. Which which an Elo system over time, because they'd be gaining more than you were gaining. You would at least close the distance. Yeah. If you were a similar skill level and you kept winning and kept losing at the same rate, eventually you would come to be around the same. That's the whole point is that you want people of similar skill levels to um, end up as similar ELOs to be at similar ELO so that it all evens out. Now, there are other systems like, for example, Mordhouse system was the worst because what would happen is you would lose more than you would gain. Oh, uh, uh, interesting. At, a, at whatever. So, like, if you were at a thousand and a thousand, you'd like lose 30 and like gain 10. So, like, mm. I would win like six in a row and then I'd lose one and I was worse off. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that's a fucking toxic system. Yeah. Uh, to begin with. Um, but yeah, they, they just need to, they need to adjust the whole thing <laughs> because what's going to end up happening is 
is that people will find the meta the lowest, like the easiest way to do the thing that is the best for them, to, whether yeah. it's to get them up the leaderboard, whether it's to maximize their wins. So you don't want to give people the ability to to bully people outside of their rank yeah. and then to benefit from it. If you if if there's a way that you want to bully people outside your rank, you should not get points. And in the miracle, the one out of a hundred that you lose, you should lose a shit ton of points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, um, yeah. I agree. I so I so the that side of the progression, the elo, it's ranked only. Absolutely, yeah, needs some work because uh because like you said, we've tried, we tried a bunch of things. We tried where um we had a really low like or or, or our lowest elo person hosting and to see if like every the squad is the same but whoever's hosting and anecdotally sometimes it felt like like we could have been playing for hours, and if Chusky was hosting it at twenty eight hundred Elo, we were just getting stomped all the time. And anecdotally, if we gave you the host at twenty one hundred Elo, the teams were a little bit easier. Now sometimes that would work, but sometimes it wouldn't because then we had we gave Ben host, and we were still getting people at twenty two hundred Elo or ARP or whatever. So it was like sometimes it felt like it, sometimes it didn't. But then it was like people were saying it was the aggregate of everybody's something but then there was there's also it's also supposed to be gear score and literally next to every kit is a gear score number but you don't pick your kit until you've matched with a team yeah so, so what be. is the gear score number because you match with five other players you all accept a game and then you pick your kit yep it can't be gear score Unless it's unless we live in a unicorn universe where it's based on the gear score of what everybody picked last, which would be insanity. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my god! Yeah. So like, so it just so it's confusing how they match people up. Um, it is. It doesn't seem thought out well enough to account for. Um the natural flow of players and how squads of people link up and how, yeah, exactly to reward people for overperforming and not reward people as much for pub stomping. Um, I know part of it, part of my frustration with it once again, isn't necessarily with the system because I'm not very versed in that system and more the fact that so few people are playing that like we just, I mean like, we were all 2,500, between 21 and 2,600 ELO, and we're playing, like, we, we'd play a game, and I'd go to the leaderboard and find three of the people that we just played against in the top 25 in the world. And it's like, I'm not in the top 20. I'm, I'm 250th in the ranking. You know what I mean? My ELO is significantly less, and we're just getting dumpstered. And it just doesn't feel good. There's so few people playing. Once again, this is just like my emotional reaction, not like a system reaction, but it just doesn't feel good to get 05 shut out f for two hours until finally it ticks one of our ARPs low enough that we start shutting out other people and we're going up against people with kits. And, and that doesn't feel good either. I don't like shutting people out 5-0 and going crazy with it. And then getting just dumpstered. My favorite games are the ones where it's like 4-4 four, four, and we're clutching up the last thing. Like like you well, said earlier, you see, even when we lose, the, some of the best games I've had, we've lost. And I've been like, yo, GGs, they gave us a run for our money. Like, that's where I want to be. 
but not enough people are playing. So it's Landmark Rengar, Hyper Landmark Rengar. Oh, pub stump these people, pub stump these people. Landmark Rengar. And it's like, oh my God. But, but, so, but here's the thing. Like we played it when we played up against, what was that team? It was, was it Sheaf, Clean, Landmark. Willers. I don't remember who else. Willers. We beat them. Like, I, I want to say we had like a 40% win rate against them uh, for like one day. The first and then the day, next yeah. Day, and then the next. So here's here's my point is that that what you're describing, I want to say 90% of that is not the matchmaking. 90% of that is the, the gear progression, yeah. which is the next thing. Yeah. In that those guys are all better than me. And I have to say this a million times because if I don't say it, people are going to think that I am arrogant and assume I'm just as yeah. good as Landmark or whoever else. Yeah. But. This is a Tarkov is a game, and we've always said this where when all the things line up, smarts yeah. and strategy goes can be just as valuable yes. as reaction time and, and cracked out yeah. flick precision. Yeah. Okay. And so you put the squad we had yesterday up against those five guys, and I think those five guys are better at Tarkov than me and yet i think that in a lot of the fights a lot more than what you saw yeah it would be closer to 50 50 than you saw if we yeah. had the same kits right but yeah. yesterday i was running um tier three armor yeah that starts off at 50 percent durability yeah no painkillers yeah and an smg with a shitty red dot yeah against Altons. Like what were they running? Altons, class five armor, uh, six X scopes, yeah, sixty um, round mags, sixty round mags, multiple grenades, stims, the whole nine yards. Yeah, yeah. And I don't. And here's the thing: this has to be said that like everybody was coming into chat, just cross chatting, being toxic yeah. douchebags, trying to like start drama as if we aren't friends with literally all those other guys. Yeah, exactly. All of them. All of them were saying. Well, we just shat on them because they don't have good gear. Yeah, 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 yeah. And but and you know what? Those guys were going and playing Rengar and Smitty's teams and whatever, and getting shit on when those guys had better kits. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you flip the the script, now this is a hypothetical. I'd be willing to bet you that if you flip the script and you gave us all that good shit and you gave them all of the ghetto stuff, that we'd probably win fifty seven percent of the time. Yeah, that doesn't mean we're better. No. That's just the way no. that Tarkov is. It means that everything we just talked about, about how the ARP and the matchmaking is kind of scuffed and doesn't seem fair and it doesn't really match you with people. On top of that, what you add is, once again, an exclusively ranked only mode. And what what you didn't, what nobody realized going in was how locked into a... Uh, progression tree you would get and if you didn't lock in you were at a disadvantage you and i both spent some time trying to not get locked in and you and i both are on the back foot right now because of that and so so to, to lay it out for the people that haven't played or maybe haven't watched yet is there's multiple different classes assault cqb scout marksman and i'll pull it, up the visual yeah in each of those, there's um, 
starting, there's like multiple trees. If you've ever played World of Tanks or World War Thunder, those are the two games that get brought up a lot where you, uh, yeah, so you have trees where you have like this kit and the more you use this kit, you unlock the kit beneath it. And then if you use that kit enough, you unlock maybe two kits beneath that. And then you have to decide because it keeps going down the tree. You can only unlock the next kit by using the kit above it. You can't go higher in the tree. Yep. Um, and so, so, so for for example, what you're saying you here, progress down. A bunch of us started with the Keter on day one, yeah. and it was a ton of fun. People were using all kinds of different, and I'll show multiple trees after this. Yeah. You need to basically win. You know, like I forget how much. So here you can see twenty three thousand XP. So it's about seven thousand XP when you win. Yep. So that's like four wins. It's about half of that when you lose. So it would be like you could lose eight in a row yeah. and you would level up to be able to use Boom. the Vityaz, which has, you know, PST. It's got a rat rig. It's got a, uh, you know, a Vityaz. It's pretty decent little Vityaz. Yep. Um, you PKO know, six. it's got <laughs> PK06. is just shitty, but still, you know, it's better than like Iron Sights, right? Yep. But then it's going to be like, I don't, does it double every time? Yes, roughly. It basically do, roughly doubles every time, right? So, you need to win four wins, then to then to get to this kit, the Sawbones kit, you have to win eight wins. Or 16 um, losses. Or 16 losses. And that gives you, the, I believe the armor that you started with was what, class three or class, class three. four? Class three. Class three, but like it starts, it's like, you know, 32 out of 55 or something. Like it starts yeah. as busted, scuffed, but you have decent ammo, but you, and you have an AK-102, which is okay, but it also has this shitty ass <laughs> dot that yeah. is like terrible to look through. Um, and then, so then you have to win what, like fucking 30 games or 20 games yep. or whatever. So you need between 30 and 70 games, depending on what your win loss ratio is to unlock saboteur. Yep. And then we get stuck on saboteur. A lot of us were stuck on saboteur for a long time. And now this is actually a really good <laughs> kit. If you got this early, you were completely yeah. and utterly dominating literally everybody. Yeah. Now the armor starts off at, at like 50% durability. <laughs> yep. Like it's just scuffed and you only have like, I think three mags. And, and the no ammo, pain no painkillers. You have you get the green stem, which is great, but no painkillers. So if you get a, a broken limb, you have to like heal it, like you know, splint it really quickly. Otherwise, you're going to be limping, right? Or if you're or anything gets blacked, there's no surgical kits anywhere. Nope. So if if your if your leg gets blacked, you are just limping unless someone like drops you a painkiller, which yep. there's just almost never there's enough no time, time, yeah, <laughs> um, because the rounds are over so quickly. Um, now you get PVP ammo, which is really good. To an extent, yes, uh, which we'll get to after. But I was on this kit for yeah. about twenty hours yeah. straight. Twenty hours of five man queuing with some of the better players in the world, winning at sixty seven percent win rate. Twenty hours to unlock yeah. the next kit, which is cool. Except it's the worst class four armor in the game. It's the worst class four armor in the game, starting at fifty percent. It's got really good ammo, no but by the time no helmet, but by the time I got here, yeah. I want to show what people were. What, what's what's the what's the alting kit? Where is it? CQB. By the time I got here, basically every team had two to three of that's the one. Up. This one right here? Yeah, it doesn't show the Alton, but that's the Redut Class 5 armor. It had a Redut Class 5 at 100%, an Alton with a face shield at 100%. It had an AK-105 with a couple of decent modic with, with six, three 60-round magazines, and BT, which BT is only two pen less than PBP. Yeah. And 
So you just walk around mouse one point firing <laughs> and you're a laser beam with class five yeah. armor. Is Reed at six? Reed has five, but it's one so of the best class, class five armor, armors in the yeah. game because it's high durability. 80 so out of 80. So class five armor everywhere. So I, for all the people living vicariously through Landmark, you tell me if you think you could beat Landmark <laughs> with that with, with, with that Vityaz kit against Landmark with this kit. Yeah. Or, sorry. You wouldn't. You're not that good. Yes, yeah. you. I'm talking to you. You're yeah. not that good. Sorry. Yeah. And neither am I. Spoiler so, alert. And in addition to that, and in addition to everything that you just showed and said, because of the doubling, right? And people people kept coming at me being like, oh, the grind, the grind, the grind, the grind. Like people are mad I'm saying it's grindy. I don't mind that the game is grindy. But here's what you have to understand. Because of the doubling XP, you need four wins to get to the next kit, which once again, at a 60% win rate, you need, let's just say six games, right? A couple of wins, couple of losses. You need six games to get to kit two. You need 12 games to get to kit three. You need 24 games. And you get to a point where I'm at that PST. I'm sorry. I'm at the, the PP19 with the PVP and I, and I unlock it and I'm like, this kit's kind of fun, but I need 32 wins or 64 losses to get the next thing. Uh, I mean, that seems like a lot. Well, let me try to unlock some CQB classes. Like, cause there's some really cool ones and some CQB, some CQB. So I spend four hours. Once again, there's only ranked mode. So here's what's happening. So many things are happening. I'm only getting put in lobbies with people who are just now unlocking their good or great kits, the Altons and the Class 5s. And in order to start at CQB, I'm using an AK with no buttstock, a canted mount with no canted sight on it, and one 40-round mag of EKO against mm -hmm. these guys and you lose eight games and you still go up. And what I go up to is a PPSH with whatever TT L three, nine, seven, three. And so I spend four hours. Once it again, two armor. there's no other place to rank these up. You're only playing in ranked. You're only playing against those other people. So I spend four hours. I get two kills in four hours and go, Hey, this isn't very fun. So then I swap back to my scout kit. You did the same thing. You were like, man, do I want to try marksman? Do I want to try this? Do I want to try that? Then you ended up going down the scout tree. So now you and I are on the back foot. I'm 50,000 XP behind everybody else because we, we attempted variety in the video game, right? And so now... Uh, now that PVP isn't going against that anymore. It's going against like the crazy kits. And it's just like, and, and, and these people are unkillable and I don't have painkillers. So it's like, there's so many layers to it in the sense of like, I don't think a single kid in the entire video game should not have painkillers. That was the most inexcusable thing I've ever seen in my life to be, you know, on the other side of the map from the point. And you see the countdown. They're capping the point, And you're like, I wish I could do anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're just hobbling yeah. along. And then the, uh, and then they're just like the, the imbalance between the kits. Like the fact that, yeah, like the fact that uh, equivalent, equivalent times down the tree with the same amount of XP, we had the worst class five, sorry, the worst class four armor in the game. And by worst, I mean, 
it has the lowest starting durability, right? So a TV rig has 85 durability in its class four, but it means it can tank a few shots before it, obviously, you know, depending on what the ammo is. We start with the lowest durability class four armor in the video game, no helmet, and we have 30 round mags, and they have class five armor, the best, one of the best class five armors in the game at a full 80 out of 80 durability, and they have a full Alton and face shield, and they have 60 round mags. Now, I can see their attempt at balance. I have BS and they have BT, right? Like, okay, if you're going to give them all this good stuff, give them worse ammo. But like, it's just not enough. Give me a, give me a helmet. Give me a Ratnik helmet, right? Because because like with that BS, we were talking about this. We were talking about this quite frequently. All day today, one of the kits that people run, once again, at the same tree as ours, is a class six rig, a class four helmet, and a class four mandible. And all day, because of Tarkov and its realism and its immersion and its ricochet chance, all day we were bouncing BS, which is one of the best ammos in the game, off of these mandibles. We were hitting people in the face, and it doesn't matter how good your ammo is when you get the ricochet chance. Well, I don't even get a chance at a ricochet chance because I don't have a helmet. Yep. So it's just, it's super not balanced in those in those skill trees. I was telling chat the other day, it feels like four different people made CQB scout marksman. And the scout guy was like, man, I'm going to make it like real trade-off. You want like movement, mobility, high fire rate gun, but, but I really want you to have to like give up something. And the guy in charge of CQB is like, we give them everything, maybe not best ammo, but they're unkillable tank. Yeah. And then, and, and then now we're fighting beta testing it. And it's like, and then, what? Yeah. Marksman, you grind for 50 hours to get a sick gun and you're wearing a PACA. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's what I, I'm going to be grinding for the next 20 hours to wear a PACA. Yeah. So it's like, and, and, and if you play for one to two hours a day, good. It's going to take you four months to get a PACA. Yeah. Enjoy. Exactly. And so what I'm not saying, and this is what a bunch of people were like yelling at me at. What I'm not saying is that every tree should be exactly the same. I'm not saying that. I love the concept of scout marksman CQB assault. I love the concept of I go th down this because I want to be a little bit more heavily armored and a little bit, you know, uh, a, a little bit whatever X Y Z blah 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 blah. I like that. It's just not tuned right. Like let let's let's fix, let's fix those two kits. The PP19. I have the worst class four armor in the game. Just give me a TV rig. It doubles the durability of my class four. That Alton rig has the best class five armor in the game. Give him a Corund. The Corund is still going to tank ammo that a TV rig can't, but it's going to be destroyed a little bit faster. The t so it's like they're still down that rabbit hole or give him a gazelle even. Like, you, I'm not saying that everybody should have the exact everything in the time to kill should be exactly the same. Everyone's like, well, you're throwing out the spirit of it. No, I, I, I don't think so. I'm just saying that, like, it's just not right. You know what I mean? It's just not. And, and, and there are pretty, in my opinion, I would say objective, as close to objective um, things. And let me give you the example. I don't remember what the names are, so you can't really pull it up. We started running into today, day five or whatever, the wrist T hex grid kit. We were and and nice guy was and nice guy was on our team and he was using it. That kit is called Butcher, I believe. And what that kit gives you 
is a full 50 out of 50 hex grid, a full 95 out of 95 wrist tee, a short barrel SA-58 with a uh, the loudenser on it, the, the comp, two 50-round, yeah, two 50-round magazines with M62, a 30-round magazine with M61, so right off the rip, if you want to just reload to your M61 mag, you have M61, you get painkillers, you get heals, you get a Zagustin to stop your bleeds, and you get a flashbang. Okay. Yeah, wristy, wristy helmet. Now, I'm and, not and even... For context, this is what I was running. <laughs> no armor. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, that's uh, that's not all the way down the tree. The butcher one that you just showed. That's, uh, it's I, I believe, one or... It's two up from the bottom of the tree. Yep. Okay. Right. So it's third from the bottom of the tree. And, and as we just discussed, the difference between third from the bottom and second from the bottom is hun- a half a million XP. <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Now go to Assault and scroll all the way down to the bottom and zoom in on that SA-58 kit. That SA-58 kit, this SA-58 kit has a 50 out of 50 hex grid a class three helm helmet, a worse SA-58, with the, the, with worst the worst optic, optic in the, the game, game, a laser instead of a flashlight, only 20 round mags, and the mags have M62. So the other kit that was two higher than that had 50 round mags of M62 and a 30 round mag of M61. So this kit, which has a worse helmet, a worse gun, a worse optic, worse magazines, and worse ammo is a million more XP to grind, this kit. One million? Roughly, because it's two levels down. That's 142 wins, boys. So, and and I'm not even complaining about my, my skill tree, the scout skill tree, because neither of them are in skills. I'm just saying that's an example of like, that's just objectively not balanced, <laughs> Right. Yeah, that's that's it's got to be as close as you can get to objectively not balance a million more XP. Everything in your kit is worse. Yeah. And if you and if you think about it. If this was what would they shipped tomorrow and they walked away and never touched the game ever again. Everyone like it would be the end of the tree, basically, or you're actually. Yeah, but but people would just run whatever they would just run whatever like the last there would be four kits that would ever be used. And all four of them, like, and one of them would be just objectively better than all the rest. Yeah. And, and like, oh, God. Yeah. So that's the stuff that I'm, like, uh, I'm just, like, so interested at. It's, like, how do you, like, did anybody look at that stuff? You know what I mean? Before you shipped it. I don't know. So I'm just overwhelmed with, I think, I there's a million ways to improve this. Tons of low-hanging fruit. Yeah. There's ways that you can make it so that when you, if you, because, uh, like, if you're, the, you have to go all the way down to the latest thing if you want to keep progressing. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the decent things that you just unlock, they have a dead end. So, yeah. you use them, you're not making any progress. You're just, like, wasting time. Yeah. Um, you, you are conceding that I will not get any, I will never get anything better as long as I play this. Yeah. Um, 
there's ways that they can make it so each one of those nodes, rather than be one kit, it could be five kits. Yeah. And when you 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 buy into that kit when you load into a game, and then maybe even you can switch between the kits in between rounds, potentially even. Um, there's a million ways to make this system better. I think inherently there's an overwhelming number of fundamental issues with this system that I I don't even want. Like I can't even I need to make a two hour video to explain yeah. what they should do yeah. because it's so bad. Yeah. And once again, they play off of each other. It's a grind to get a new kit, which in and of itself might not be a bad thing. But the grind becomes the issue when what you have to grind is ranked. So now you're literally saying, do I want to trade my rank in ranked for a different kit? Because you have to go against people with the best kit in the game with the worst kits in the game to unlock a CQB tree if you unlock the scout tree. Now, well, now you're going to tank your ARP. But if your ARP is important to you, you literally cannot decide anything other than your skill tree because you have to be relevant with what other people are doing. So yep. if you... If we had an unranked mode or if we had the PvE mode, maybe some of these issues would be less of an issue because you could be like, oh, well, I want to go. Oh, my God. Uh, I want to go grind. Un I'm going to go grind unranked or grind the PvE mode. And I want to, uh, you know, get a CQB thing. Maybe that would be less of an issue if I could do that, but I can't. And so you're just like stuck. So so it feels really bad. And that could be a number of different reasons. And they all contribute, I'm sure. Um and, and and like an idea, and, and then another thing is like, you know, one of the biggest things that people love about Escape from Tarkov is the weapon modification. You know, mm -hmm. every Marine reacts is always talking about that. Every Green Beret reacts. Every, you know, general, you know, gamer journalism thing. When Tarkov was coming, everybody was always focusing on that. Well, what they did was they went through their attachment system and found all the ones you've never used once in your life in Tarkov because they make you want to throw up when you use them and they put them on all the guns. And that just doesn't feel cool in a game where there's all of this customization. There is none. And so to make that grind fun, like it's like if it's going to if I have to take four four hundred thousand XP to get from the beginning of this PP19 kit to the end of it, why not? 100,000 XP in, I unlock the ability to choose between three different optics. Not all the optics in the game, but at least if I hate this one, I can swap it out for one I like better. At 200,000 XP, I can swap my mags for instead of 430s, 250s if I want. So I can I have to reload less. What if at 300,000 XP, I get to swap out something else in my kit? Like, at least then you'd be able to like kind of pseudo build your gun how you like it along mm -hmm. the way and it would and it would make the grind feel less grindy because you know when i worked at apple for a while and we had nine hour shifts but i always said that those shifts went by super quickly because they gave you two 15 minute breaks and an hour lunch so you hop into your shift and you're like i'm only two hours away from my 15 you take yep. your 15 you come back i'm only two hours away from lunch you yep. get your lunch you come back i'm only two hours away from my 15 so it's grindy, but if you're like, oh, well, I'm close to the new optics. Oh, I'm close to the new handguards. It it would help. Yeah, or imagine, imagine if the two hours of work was just fun. Yeah. In and of itself, even, well, if, yeah. even if it wasn't yeah. as fun as it was going to be, if it was, and that's my problem with yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Is that every gun, it, there's, there's two elements of it. There's Tarkov weapon handling in combat feels like complete and utter dog shit, and I'll show an example yeah. of why. And and the guns that they built 
also just feel like dog shit with optics that feel like dog shit. Yeah. So it's just not enjoyable. You know, like I'm fine. I'm you can make good kits from Pistol Boy, naked Pistol Boy, all the way up to Giga Chad Tank. For sure. But what they've done is they've just made all of the if they took every gun and they put the second to last choice that I would have as an attachment on every gun. That's what every kit is. Yeah. It's like the most, it's never anything I would ever build or be happy to pick up. Or if I saw it on enemy, like, Oh, what the fuck? And I would take off a couple of things, you know? Um, but so real quick on the, on the, not to change the subject. uh, It's on this topic. Um, Everybody keeps talking about gear score, gear score. A very, very, very quick summary of what like I think would be cool for competitive, and I would have to flesh this out. Yeah, I have to talk about it. I have to think about it. This is just what I've been thinking while I've been playing and like not thinking about anything else other than yeah. just playing and being hectic. Is so in CS:GO. So you said you never played CSGO. Do you know anything about like the economy or how it works? I mean, I've seen like the buy phases and stuff like that. Yes. So oh, like loose, the, loose, yeah. In the first round, you usually have enough to buy like either a diffuse kit or like a helmet or, uh, or a body armor or like a pistol. Like you can, you have the choice between like, do I want grenades and utility? Do I mm-hmm. want defensive, you know, protection? Do I want more offensive, another, you know, better pistol or whatever, right? Yeah. And, but you can't choose like, three of them you can choose two of them kind of um and that's actually an interesting thing for the first round the second round you have to figure out now depending on if you win or you you lose each round you get more or less money so if you win sometimes on round two there might be the meta and they change all the time it it might be the meta that okay we're all gonna buy ump's or like scout sniper rifles like the the, the kind of shitty sniper rifles and you know or and then if you lost it's like don't buy anything let's save up so like round three mm. is when you buy everybody buys armor helmet fucking two smokes uh or, i mean a smoke a couple of flashbangs yeah a rifle you know and that's what you do basically ever unless you lose a bunch of rounds and then you need to save um you know and that's when you like buy pistols and you rush b you ever hear like pistol rush b like yeah, that's yeah csgo like we don't have enough money we we can't buy armor and a rifle so let's not waste it we'll just yeah try and do something crazy and overwhelm them um if if what i would want in uh if they're going for this kind of competitive shooter kind of thing imagine if this is in a world where they are bsg is capable of giving a valid gear score <laughs> yeah, to yeah, yeah. items which i don't i'm not <laughs> confident that they could um but imagine if what you could do is like you know when you could do a character creator in like an rpg you yeah. have like x amount of points that you can like allocate towards like you can put 10 points in fucking strength or like five in strength and five in endurance imagine if you could build some preset kits even if they were like even if they came in like here's a gun that's already pre-built maybe or maybe or maybe it's like you can choose one of these four things that we've all deemed as you know be worth like one point it would just be really cool if you could build some presets that were like imagine if round one you could spend one point Round two, you could spend two points. Yeah. All the rest of the rounds, you could spend three until like the last round. It was like unlimited. And if you built built some presets that were forced to be balanced through systems that could exist that pro- probably would never exist. Yeah. If BSG built it. Um, 
Well, then you could have something where there's strategy, there's customization, there's yeah. balance, there's and 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 I would also make it so that you didn't get more or less whether you won or not. Every round was always the same. Yeah, okay. So, but like the first round could be like pump shotguns with like that would you know, be pistols. so interesting. Yeah, imagine the first couple rounds, even like uh, us against like Landmarks team. How much fun yeah. it would be if it was like pistols and shotguns, like Taws or whatever, right? Yeah, and like no armor all the way up to the Giga Chad. You have the best of the best stuff at the end. How much fun that would be? Yeah, but instead, it's you choose one thing, you're stuck to it, you're not happy with it. Yeah, it sucks. It's not balanced. There's no control. There's no. But like, and you don't have any, you know what I mean? Another thing that a lot of people have wanted is like maybe one rebuy token in the middle of a match because like you choose your kit, right? And it's like, so you might say, because that's the other thing, going back like along what you said is right now it's, you know, we spawn in, we hit tab, we go to team and we go, oh, they have three Altons. And you might have just been like, mm, I'm going to try and level up. We're going, but I'm going to try and level up Marksman. And then you see that and you regret it. The, game, the game's over. I know the game's I'm over. Yeah. And so, like, you know, uh, it just would be nice to not feel that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, well, the game's over before it begins. You yeah. know what I mean? So, like, it, so something like that. A lot of people have been like one token that you can do to swap up your kit during the five <laughs> rounds would be sick in a world where what you just described was in. Then, like, each round is a little bit more dynamic and, and maybe a little bit more focused on, like, the skill of the players progressing through. And less of just like you've got a PP19, yeah. I've got a wrist T and a hex grid. Um and there's different skills that different gear highlights. If everyone's yeah. running around with a voodoo and class six armor, that you play <laughs> differently than when you have a PACA and a pistol. Yeah, for sure. There are different skills around movement, around aiming, around all these things that would be fun to highlight. Yeah. You know, because some people might be better. Some people might own Landmark in the pistol and shotgun rounds because they're good with that, where, yeah. where he would be better in the AR rounds. You know, yeah. or like Tower would excel in the late rounds where he could build a six sniper, you know, like whatever, yeah. right? It just it makes for more interesting dynamic gameplay with the customization that everybody wants and it's better balance. Yeah. But it's like, so every time someone's like, well, you know, they could put this Band-Aid on the system. And I'm like, you're not wrong, but yeah, I, I it hurts my soul because I feel like, like earlier, so we were playing with Nice Guy, and you know he was like taking notes of like some ideas. You yeah. know he wanted to address like you know do we want to give this the Alton kit different ammo or take away yeah. the face shield and like those are all good feedback, but I'm legitimately worried that like yeah this is the only time we get like the only time right the further we get the we're just building more on top of the yeah, foundation which you literally if, saw happen before your eyes with Tarkov yeah so if he goes and says Nikita this is the feedback from the community which is give this guy a painkiller change BT to BS get rid of the face shields here and then Nikita's probably even begrudgingly going to be like fine we'll do that well then now we're we are just stuck in this progression system for the end of time yeah and it so that's why I was like, dude, oh my god, like what I'm if so we scared. what if we came up with a better system and then uh, yeah, oh. yeah. Um and if we have thirty seconds to tell him that, he's like, So what while do you we're want? in like, a round, yeah, yeah. Yeah, while we're while we're in a round, I'm like, dude, I've I'm yeah. like And obviously that's no knock on nice guy. He's trying to provide valuable feedback, but I, I totally understand yeah. where you're coming from. Yeah. And then dude, and then like 
the last thing I'll say before we close up was the funniest thing. I was like, I was memeing on it, but I was like, I was legitimately mad. Like day two, they, they released a patch and in the patch, they listed changes. Like they went through and did a balance pass on some of the presets <laughs> and the Alton class five armor, AK with 60 round mags and painkillers. When I'm on my, you know, whatever PP19 kit with no painkillers, the adjustment they made was they removed the flashlight from the pistol in the Alton kit. <laughs> and the PP19 kit didn't get painkillers. I was like, dude, what's happening? <laughs> like they, somebody changed that and, and put it in the patch notes. That they that they took the 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 pit the, the flashlight off the pistol. I was like, I'm gonna throw part, up. Part of part of why I was cringing with the whole like, oh god, we need more than just a couple bullet yeah. points. I'm gonna throw up. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, yeah. It, 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 a couple other things, real quick. So it 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 shows major flaws in the design of the game when. Just look at the behavior and ask yourself, is this what we want? Is this what BSG wants? And is this good when every fucking round starts with like the best of the best players, quote unquote, all saying red is dead. Blue is poo. Red is dead. Shoot red. Shoot blue. Yeah. Everybody full auto check. You, and then you got to open up your oh, menu. You yeah. got to take your flashlight off and put it onto your gun because you want your laser. You have to do that every fucking round. And it's like, holy shit. It's just. That needs to be addressed, and that all could be addressed with that kind of preset sort of, you know, like there's a million ways it could be addressed, but those that's all problematic. It sucks that when you spawn in, in, in this competitive game that they want to be an eSport competing for hundreds of thousands of dollars, that you spawn in and just chuck grenades yeah, so that you literally, you can't go anywhere because you might just get a lucky nade. And this is before anybody has any lineups or anything. Yeah. And I'm still dying to, not to mention, I haven't had a nade in any of my kits for a Not for, a since single I, goddamn nade so in the I don't scout get, kit. And yet I get blown up two seconds into every round. It's a coin flip. Or I'm holding an angle. I'm being tactical. All of a sudden, bah, I'm blind. <laughs> and then the round, it's a black screen for the entire round. And then all of a sudden, when the black screen wears off, it's like the, I'm watching the tail end of a kill cam. Yeah. Like, because I'm dead. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, and once again, what the fuck? It's not even that people know the grenade tosses yet. I mean, the kill cams are literally people pull out nades and they just 360 throw them anywhere and it lands in my eye socket. The maps are designed, the spawns on every single one of the maps is the exact distance away as the fuse time of an F1. I've never heard in my 40 hours of arena the sound of a grenade hitting the floor. They blow up face level every time because they have it's the, the distance you throw them is the exact fuse time of an F1. I it's see my unreal. teammate and I see the little black I, I see my teammate running in the distance and I see the little black thing like this and I'm like, "Oh, sorry, bud, you're going to Dude, it's crazy. It's so pain. It's so pain. And and here's here's in my opinion, this is exacerbated by the shitty balancing of the kits, okay? This right here, what I'm about to show you, is, and I, and I fully understand, and I, I just don't care about the folks that are going to say that yeah. what 
there I'm about to show is skill issue. I, I just don't care. That's you're entitled to that opinion. Whatever. This is fundamentally what is the most wrong with the oh, game. Oh yeah, dude. This is not dude. He's not better than me. Yeah. Because because where my bullets are going wasn't wasn't up to me. Dude. It, I'm not the that... one that take, that took 500 years to bring my gun up to look through the sight. I'm not the one jerking the gun around left and right with every time I get hit. I'm not the one unable yeah. to fucking control the recoil on the gun. It's not me. Yeah. There's nine different elements of RNG here that Oh, and not to mention the blurring that yeah. I can't even see my enemy. So even if I could you can't see, see the them, enemy, I, you can't see the dot of your red dot. Yeah, it's brutal. And, and, and that's and, what. And, and this is why, like every fucking, in every other video game, every other shooter game in the world, I don't care if I'm playing against fucking Shroud or in CS:GO. Okay, if he's not paying attention and he's fucking running out, not checking a corner, and I'm hiding in a corner and I've made no noise. I can kill Shroud because I mouse one and the sm movement is smooth and the yeah. recoil isn't random and I hit them and they die. In this game, I can do that and they'll go boom off their Alton. They'll turn around, point fire and go and and there's nothing I can do because yeah. I'll just get hit with one of those stray bullets. Yeah. So even though I'm surprising someone, they don't know I'm there. My aim is, I mean, you can't, can you really judge me on my aim if, if <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, what yeah. I'm doing? And Maybe my aim was great. Maybe it was terrible. The problem is that you can't tell. Exactly. And once again, and, it, and it's the inconsistency. If aim punch was just the mechanism, like, I wouldn't like this world, but if aim, but it would be better than the world we live in. If aim punch was just the mechanism of saying, hey, we reward the players for getting first shots on target and every single time you got shot, you got aim punched that I would hate that world. But that would be a much better world than we live in. We yeah. live in a world where it's just a coin flip. Like I was um, the amount of times I wish I had screenshotted them all. The amount of times my kill feed says 11 hits uh, me dealt to them and them dealt to me one. Yep. And you look at the kill cam and I go, bop, 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 hit, 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 hit. And it's not just me being like, it's not Chad being like, whiff. It says 11 hits and they turn and they go, boom. And I'm like, where's the aim punch? Like, wh wh where? It's so it's so it's not, it's inconsistent. And that inconsistency is maddening to everybody because you just don't know whether what, like you said, you're, you're planning your preparation, your skill, your map knowledge, you don't know when those things will actually help you because you don't know if Johnny Pants has grinded to a wrist tee and a hex grid and you don't know if getting first shots on them is going to aim punch them. And in a world where we can only play ranked and the ammo I have requires me to get seven hits, I need to hit either seven face shots or seven thorax shots to get through the class six armor. If they just win the aim punch coin toss and don't have aim punch, they just win because they can one tap me and I physically can't one tap them. So I have to do the consecutive. So it's just like it just feels so bad and inconsistent and just like maddening. Yeah. And the kits make it worse because all of the guns that we're using because we haven't gotten to the good shit. When you watch when I watch the kill cams, it's always 
a dude with like a fucking HK or whatever ADSing and he goes and there's yeah. like all it is is this. Yeah. So all you need to do is mouse one and then you can just put it on my head while yeah. I'm like fuck. Yeah. You know, or it's a dude with a, a, an AK point firing like yeah. because aiming down sights is pointless because of all the recoil yeah. or whatever. Um so the meta is is it's the worst it's exactly what they don't want. Do they really want everybody yeah. insta pre-painting, insta throwing nades, yeah. running around full auto spraying with no recoil all over the place or just point firing like yeah. like your fucking and I think that's, killer dude. walking through the mall. It's it's the antithesis of all of the things that people are trying to yeah. say, but it's a hardcore realistic. Well, no, every aspect exactly. of it is not that. Dude, you're and and I think that's what hits the nail on the head is that like they won't take some of these suggestions because they aren't realistic or immersive and their own realistic immersive design is so toxic to endure that very specific unrealistic metas form like if you had a wrist on and you took three rounds to the face your brain is campbell's chicken noodle soup right like if you had a hex grid on it doesn't matter if you took four 308 rounds to the chest you don't have ribs anymore but in this game you are the juggernaut you're one button press away from being as as i was when i got out of bed this morning exactly so so it's so they exactly it's it's the word we use all the time the abstraction if you take some of these systems and make them a little bit less technically unrealistic if the if the desired outcome of the game is to be played in a realistic way where things matter where damage xyz ba 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 you you have to change some of these things because you're it just becomes this is the meta never aim <laughs> always you know just drug yourself at the beginning of every raid and wear the best armor and and that's just it and then and then yeah you, you they want it both ways so. exactly and with enough time Everyone will be there. Let's say the progression system never wipes and we're two years into arena. Even the casuals will be there. Every raid, all 10 people will have wristies, hex grids, and SA58s. It will and be the complete, yeah, it will be and the complete antithesis of the desired outcome. And so exactly. And, and you're right. They have to decide, do they want the do they want the desired beginning or do they want the desired end? You yep. can't have it both ways. If you want the desired outcome, if you want people to play a certain way, you have to design a game in a way that allows them to play it that way. If you want to just design the game to be as close to real exactly. as possible and then let whatever happens happens, then you can't say that this is what you want because this is what you want. You can't have it both ways. And uh, yeah, no, a hundred percent. And and don't let don't fall into the the pit <laughs> of like. I was watching X streamer and they're not making the same complaints you are. Yeah. Because when I, I have seen all the top streamers fucking whiff a bunch of shots like, yeah. Oh, what the fuck? Now half the time they attribute it to the wrong thing. They might say net code or they might say hit reg, but really it's that they can't like, exactly. they, they're not controlling the RNG of the recoil. Yeah. Most of the time they'll be bitching about like this gun feels like shit or whatever. Um, but they all have the same opinions they yeah. all get stomped by people with other shit. They they hate the fucking aim punch. Yeah. But people go from, you know, my stream 
where I have the no armor M1 kit with the HHS, which is literally you go. Yeah, yeah. And I need to hit eight of those to kill the alting guy. Yeah. Against, you know, Landmark, who's got laser beam and he completely shits on me. And then he's like, well, see, he doesn't have these problems. Yeah. But if you ask Landmark, he'd be like, these are super unbalanced. Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, in our chats, you know what I mean? Tower was in here. Some man is in here. Uh, Hambino was in here. All these people we've been fighting all day. You know, some man's five stack went against our five stack all day today. We're, we're all saying the same things. Exactly. We might have different suggestions on how to get there. We might, you know, attribute it to different things, but we're all feeling the same thing. The feeling of just being like, man, I'm not in control of this. I don't have, you know, the, you know, the, the illusion of choice is is never been more appropriate than for these class systems you know what i mean all all day people are like why are you using a pp19 it's like man i wish i wouldn't and they're like oh well go cqb and i'm like i can't like that th- th- all these kits is the illusion of i can't i'm running against wristies i'm just gonna die if i have a ketter bruv you know what i mean so it's like um so yeah all that to be said here's what i want to end it on I'm really, I really am vacillating between the two extremes. Uh, I have had some of the most fun I've had playing an escape from Tarkov adjacent experience in the past four or five days that I've had in years. When it's working, and I don't mean working as in we're winning, like some of those early days when nobody had good kits or when when we go up against a, a squad that's appropriately skill level to us and gear this game is so much fun oh my god yes it is so much fun it it went when it's vibing it's exactly what i want it to be quick uh intense stressful clutch up moments i got my first ace rounds today and i was screaming at the top of my lungs i haven't felt that good I got my first 5-0 ace, dude. And it felt, I was having so much fun. It's so much more of a communal game because we're running five stacks and we're memeing. Like I never, I hadn't laughed so hard than when Penis Man naded me after I was begging him not to nade me. Like I When I I was flashed and running (laughs) and and in the wall, into the corner, completely blind, watching the kill cam, dude, was the best thing ever. I just lost and it was fucking hilarious. Yes. And then even from the competitive side, when we've when we've come back from like they're up four, we're down one, and we come back and win, even when we lose rounds, like when it's vibing, dude, it is some of the most, it is everything I've wanted out of the feeling emotionally. But what I have to realize is that that's because of the experience I'm having in spite of the game in a lot of instances and not because of it. It has potential. Every single thing we've talked about can be fixed. I don't expect it all to be fixed, but it all could be. And, and like, and, and well, and and I think you would agree. If you know, here's where we have arena right now, and here's like the perfect universe in the multiverse where they didn't make a single mistake. Yeah, it'd be the greatest game of all time. Yeah, with like. We get 50% of the way there with like low hanging stuff that could be done in less than a week. We don't get all the way there, 
but we we cross half of the entire gap with like the teammate indicator stuff the just like a, the, an unranked mode the ability to, like some of the we wham and we get to a game where i can have so much fun 75 percent of the time and then they fix they make the audio a little bit better and we're 75 percent of the way there it's crazy so so yeah, so all the whole podcast, and I get it. I get it because we've been shitting on this game the whole podcast. I get it. I've had a lot of people say it's DOA. I've had a lot of people say it's like I'm refunding it. You know, whatever. That's fine. Like you guys do you. Know that in spite of everything we said, I'm having some of the most fun I've had in a long time. The problem is, is that I'm only ever having the most fun or I'm having everything I hate about Tarkov distilled into a quicker, faster experience. And that yeah. emotional whiplash has been brutal. I got off like a 17-hour stream, and my wife was like, how is it? And I was like, I don't want to talk right now. <laughs> like Because I was like having so much fun, but then I was so pissed at the same time. It's just like... Imagine you, imagine you just met... Imagine you're at the fucking coffee shop, okay? And the most beautiful woman or, you know, man or whatever, whatever your thing is, you know, I'm not going to judge, come, came up to you and asked you for your number. And then you went on a date and it was fucking great. You had so much fun. It was super awesome. Everything's fantastic. And then you find out that they're like addicted to heroin or something. And you're like, like, OK, well, that's like a major problem, like straight from the get go, like major. We're that close to like if they can just yeah. go to rehab yeah. <laughs> real quick, right at the beginning, get it done right now. Yeah. It's it's the dream. It's going the dream. forward, right? Otherwise, it's the it's, dream. It's gonna be Florida Man Cops episode for the rest of time, and it's not worth. Yeah, it's not worth you know Amber yeah. or whatever her name is. So, so like. <laughs> It's the color of my energy, by the way, if you were wondering. <laughs> Amber. Yeah. Um wait, you don't do you wait, do you get do you get the reference? No. I'm sorry. Well, guys, it's been a good week. Yeah, um, good episode. This is the last uh episode, I guess. Ever episode ever. You yeah. never heard Amber is the color of your energy in you know that fucking song by oh, what, 311? Is that what they Amber say? Amber is the color of your energy. Yeah, what Whoa. did you think it was? Andrew is the color of your head. Like, well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Oh, fuck. Well, I mean, at least you've heard. Listen, yeah, at least I've Dardu. heard the song. It's not Dardu, it's not but. Dardu. Bandstorm. Uh, all right. My voice hurts. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, listen. Go to bed. <laughs> yeah, this was a good episode. So, so that's Arena. I know a lot of people have been looking forward to our episode. Um, that's that's our honest thoughts. I know sometimes like some of the people from BSG watch these like as always, man, like all this comes from a place of just wanting to, it to see it succeed. Like we love you. It's so close. It's so just, close. I implore you listen to us. Reach out to me if you want some of the specific ideas. If you give a fuck, hit me up. It's, That'll be super encouraging. Yeah, it's so close. It It really has the potential to be everything I wanted it to be, which is like some of the best of Tarkov distilled down to, um, distilled down to like its most, you know, purest form. But yeah, I don't know. That's it. Uh, but that's the stuff. That's the, that is the arena episode. You know, what's crazy is like legitimately next episode, we could be breaking down the wipe. Like, the, the the rumor mill is that it wipes on uh 
Tuesday, the 26th. So we'll see. Um, I play more arena. I'm not even interested in the wipe. No, I'm interested in. Uh, I would be interested in an arena wipe. Yeah, yeah. As long as uh, honestly, you don't have me to do too. This again. Um. So yeah. Uh. I hope you get in, man. If you're not in by the time this episode airs, if you're not in when you're listening live, I really hope with all my heart they fix their stuff and you get in and you can play and have fun. I really do. I'm sorry it's so scuffed. It is the way it is. Uh, but thank you. Thank you guys for hanging. Thank you guys for being a part uh, of the podcast. Once again, if you want to see more content like this, if you want to see us mauled even more about all sorts of stuff, you can go to patreon.com slash the podcast pod. The podcast pod. Uh, our Patreon is cool. You get early access to these episodes and we do additional episodes offline. They're only available to the patrons. So thank you so much for the support everywhere. We appreciate you guys. Thank you to HelloFresh for sponsoring this episode and we will definitely... See y'all on the next one. Peace.